You're listening to DraftKings Network. segment of today's show it is our birthday Woo! our birthdays all right with a z-e yeah uh, <laughs> uh, so we're celebrating our birthday so shouts to us for our birthday shouts to very us very important hey feliz cumpleaños oh igualmente uh, and also we talk about a bunch of sad stuff like racism in uh usl and weird stuff and uh mls uh you know a bunch of uh, pt flipping out and all this other fun stuff yeah, in the second segment, we talked to Rose Lavelle. Not only is she a women's national team player, not only is she a standout, the NWSL watches this beer, but yo, she's also our homie now. The homie. Okay, she brought through a wild-ass big entourage, <laughs> had Olympians and stuff on it. We talked to her. We talked to her about how trash chili on pasta is. She <laughs> she agrees with us the entire time. We also talked to her about her amazing dog, Wilma Jean Wrinkles. But yo, more important than that, we talked about a lot of other things. All right, more important. Yes, more important. <laughs> that and more on this episode Birthday the, episode of the Cooligans! Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Let us go! Happy birthday to, to us! Come on! Happy birthday to us! Yeah, <laughs> the two most important people in the world. That's right. Nobody else is more important. Not even our mamas. Hell no. <laughs> we t- we t- You're welcome <laughs> for splitting you open on our way out. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, you, all, the, all these years of our lives have been uh, a real, uh, a real, uh, you know, example of, uh, of how amazing we've been and yeah. how, how well, how how much it was worth putting putting you through all that. Torture. Destroying your bodies <laughs> just so we could be born. Uh, it, it, you know, a lot like, uh, you know, Game of Thrones. Like, this has all been prophesized. Okay. Right? People have been saying, man, I can't wait for that yes. Cuban and that Dominican right. to start that soccer podcast. That's right. That's how if I, only somebody are, would birth them. We were, we're quoting the Lord of Light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 100%. <laughs> I don't know who half the characters are. I've been watching the show, and I'm like, who is that guy again? Sure. Uh, it, doesn't, who, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I just want to see blood, and I want to see incest. Yeah, uh, blood <laughs> and titties. <laughs> they, if they called the show that, I don't know how it would get more viewers, because I think the uh, first episode got a billion. No. But I no. bet you get like two Billy. People would think it was like a porn parody, but be like, oh, this is a really good fantasy show. No, no, no. It's well written. <laughs> Although, let's be honest, that was probably the first draft. The dude's from Bayonne. He was probably like, we're going to call this Blood and Titties. And they're like, nah, don't do that. He's like, how about Game of Thrones? They're like, that sounds better. Okay, okay. But keep all the Blood and Titties. Yeah, no, we're going to keep all the Blood and Titties in. We're just going to, it's a little bit of a wait. I do not want less Blood and less Titties. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> some of us are going to have more Blood, but some of us are definitely going to have more Titties. And trust me, because my name is Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Old Joey Hollywood. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome. It is uh, it is our birthday. So we're recording this on my birthday, but it comes out on my birthday. Exactly. So we we are celebrating. This is a this is the you know the the official shouts to us birthday. This is the, yeah, like it better be shouts to us uh, without time. a doubt. I mean, yeah. <laughs> now it makes even more sense than before. Yeah. You know? I mean, at this point, <laughs> this is almost like.
like where the term should have come from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, it came out of um, much more nothing, you know? Yeah. Mean? And we're in the room where it was conceived. <laughs> okay. Look at that. Were yeah. we conceived in this room? Who that, knows? That's right. Maybe. <laughs> Passionate mind love was made, and that word came out right here in this room. Exactly. At the top of Madison Square Garden. Yeah, from Studio 17G. We're in Studio, yeah, there's Stage 17. 17. Gully. <laughs> Look at that. We haven't even put the piece that together. Yo, bruh, I've been putting that together for a long time. We're, we're, it's like a, it's like a, like one of those, what do they call those? Like, uh, what are the puzzles with the pieces in them? You mean a I think puzzle? it's just a puzzle, a puzzle? right? <laughs> <laughs> is there a term for it? What is it in Spanish? I keep forgetting. Rompecabeza? Rompecabeza. So, uh, you know, it's like this one only has two pieces, and we didn't put that together oh, for a sure. while. Yeah, yeah. Which one goes in the other? Oh, they go together. Oh, okay. 17 Gs, a.k.a. 17 Gullies. That's right. So, uh, we are excited to, uh, to be here. We are excited to celebrate our birthdays. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, that wasn't even, that sounded like a, like a you know, a, <laughs> like a button, a, a DJ present. A DJ drop? <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yo, I like this producer. Yeah. He makes some good beats. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> if Alexis don't touch it, he gonna mush it. <laughs> so, uh, we are excited to be here and uh, obviously uh, celebrate our birthdays and obviously talk. Uh, and by know, the way, who else would we celebrate it with besides, besides the gulliest fan base in all of America and the whole world? That's right. Uh, yeah, the, you know, the cool, uh, the cool fans. We, yeah. We appreciate you. And, thank and our you. gully squad. I mean, this is, this is where we want to be. So uh, obviously uh, a lot. Let's you know what? Let's uh, let, let me get personal for a second and, and let people know what's going on in my life because uh, I've been pretty stressed and 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 I feel like my birthday is the best time uh, to talk about this stuff. But girl, get it off your chest because I won't be able to you know really <laughs> do my job uh, you know correctly. Yeah. If I if I can't just be myself. Absolutely. All right. Uh, but no. Uh, for, first off, I, I sound a little nasally. Uh, a little bit. A little. Getting over a bit of a cold, also because you've been licking subway poles, and that's. Uh, I, I, but I'm not gonna stop, okay? <laughs> okay. You, you ain't gonna a, change me. It's a birthday celebration. <laughs> All right, okay. I do what I want on my birthday week. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you have your way of celebrating your birthday. Christian has his culture. Okay. okay. All right, and uh, yeah, my doctor says otherwise, but I just, I just tell my doctor, I'm like, why are you trying to erase my culture from America? <laughs> exactly. Also, how can I trust somebody who doesn't lick subway poles? You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Um, uh, getting over, and then we had NY Fest over the weekend, and that was like eight hours of talking and, yeah. and screaming into a mic, which is probably not the best way to get over any kind of no. you know, anything you're going but through. But hey, look, the sunburn got real nice and olivey on Look me, at huh? you. Were you in uh, Taiwan? Yeah. <laughs> Did half your face go to the bar, go to Barbados? <laughs> so, um, also, I don't think Taiwan is. I think you meant Thailand. Know, whatever. Whatever. Go for it. Know, I'm sure it's warm there. Get to what you want to get to. Sure, That's it's warm like, in Taiwan. Uh, <laughs> So the uh, so recently I've uh, I, I've been moving I've been forced to move out of my apartment temporary uh, no permanently no I mean out of permanently out of your apartment temporary move for the time being yes I so I had to move out of my apartment because they discovered mold in my apartment right. and uh, my girlfriend was getting sick we were, right we were and was, instead of just throwing out the old bread they moved okay <laughs> no we're keeping no, the bread yeah. we're keeping the bread we're still looking the subway poles I'm trying to make penicillin man <laughs> no it's 
it's very serious. No, it, situation. Was, it was pretty serious. And, and uh, luckily, you know, we obviously we had places to go. We can go with like our parents and stuff like that. But uh, it, it was kind of a stressful situation where like I literally, we, we, you know, I was just home. And then it was like, no, okay, now when we figured it out, we were like, we have this to place leave. place is unsafe to be. Yeah, it's unsafe to be. It's inhabitable. So we had to leave uh, and and we ended up staying, you know, with her, with her. I mean, this is a place you've lived in for a very long time. I mean, it's, you know, I've been there 12 years. 12 years. We did the a lot of our first episodes out of there. That's right. Which is about time I let you know I'm going to sue you now for all the <laughs> sure. mold that I've had to ingest. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, so, you know. Uh, Hopefully that doesn't ruin our friendship. <laughs> no, but it, it's uh, a fairly serious situation, and uh, I've never had to deal with anything like that, and I've never had to deal with such like a, a panicked move. Uh, and This is like adult situation. Yeah, it just there's like, a problem and it needs to be fixed. Like I was just immediately and it was insane. I've never dealt with this kind of stress. I remember in my you life. were like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, yeah. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> so uh as of right now, I do have a, a new uh apartment and yeah. uh I'm gonna be basically in New Jersey in a in a new building that we don't have to worry about mold for uh for a while. And another thing is also this was very uh very serious for your girlfriend's health. Yeah, yeah. And that was the big issue. So she needs to be somewhere that there is no mold as exactly. well we're in the northeast where every building is 150 you know years old exactly yeah so finding that was proving very difficult and was adding even more stress yeah. and even the houses you were choosing to stay where your parents and her parents they yeah. also had uh, too much mold so yeah. like you just don't know what to do like you're you're in a situation where you have nowhere else to go yeah and initially i i, I thought of it as like um you know i think when we were when it broached the idea of like it could be mold, we're like, oh, I can't be what, what? like I feel fine. But then I look back and think about stuff I've done. Like I've dealt with migraines for like years, and, yeah. I, and I've never. I was just like, well, I'm just a dude who gets migraines. You yeah, know? but that could be because of your friendship with me. You know <laughs> sure. I mean? sure. You know what? It's, it's odd. I feel like a lot of people you know get migraines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> Honestly, they're just a bunch of pussies. <laughs> Maybe they should all move to new buildings. <laughs> no, so uh, I'm glad that I at least figured it out. And and you know what? I, I, Honestly, I've been doing a lot of research, talking to a lot of people. This is a very common issue, and a lot of people don't know that this could be a, a, a problem, or or, or, or it, it can least it, it can lead to like chronic symptoms. And a lot of people don't know where they're it's coming from. It's often misdiagnosed. Yeah, and yeah. it's often mold. And doctors like apparently don't even believe people when they say it. Like it's like it's. A, I don't believe people when they say it. So <laughs> I can imagine. A yeah, doctor. you don't believe a lot of reasonable things. No. <laughs> so uh, I'm just glad it's sorted out, and and now the, this is like a weird like new beginning because I have to not only it's the first time you've ever lived outside of Brooklyn. Yeah, I have to move and and then I have to also you also when you have mold uh you got to throw everything out. You got to throw everything out. Which is insane. I have like a lot of fairly new things, a couch, a bed, but and yeah. I I just I, there's nothing I can do. But I, the one thing you will not throw out is our friendship. Uh, who knows? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> no, never. is anyone else scared? <laughs> never. Uh so yeah, just an update. A lot of people may have you know, I don't I've, I'm not super public about stuff like this. Only No, but this is you know, I'm glad that you uh, said something on the podcast because, you know, I don't think people notice you're a professional. You come in, you do your job, right? You're great at what you do. But, it, you know, oftentimes things like this do seep into what we do in other ways. And yeah, you're going to probably break jokes about it. You yeah, know? That, and that's how, that's how you recover. I, there, it, there were, like, last week, maybe, like, for four or five days— Nothing was funny to me. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it was just really hard. Yeah, uh, like when when the whole I have a bit now about uh, when I thought I was going to have dick cancer, which I know is not the term for it, but um, it is now. Yeah, it is on this show. I tell you that. Much. <laughs> it was also my nickname in high school, uh, <laughs> Richard Cancer. Um, but when I thought that happened, I mean, nothing was funny. And then like a week later, I had a three minute bit with tons and tons of like punchlines in it. Yeah, just about this. And I remember the first time it happened. 
uh, D was in the back of the room and somebody was like, oh my God, is this true? And she's like, yeah, just the scariest two weeks of my life. And here he is joking about it. <laughs> but that's how we deal with things. So I'm glad that you uh, said something on the pod, man. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a new man. Uh, I'm a new man. Uh, Newman. So, <laughs> Newman. so uh so now i can uh there's there's i'm not completely out of the woods as far as like totally out. actually you're much closer to the woods you live in jersey now <laughs> but i have there's a, still a couple of things i have to like move uh, and throw out like a giant couch that is super super heavy and i have to figure all that out uh so there's a couple of things i have to do but uh, as of right now uh you know it, it'll be a new beginning uh for old polanco uh on his birthday and so, what you're gonna be there a year and then you're gonna find a dope place in the city after after Cooligans pops off, right? Okay. And we have millions and billions of dollars. I, okay, we both gonna, of them. Both. <laughs> we don't want just one of those. <laughs> billions. I want b- millions, and then and then another people. bank account, a Swiss bank that account has the with billions, billions. Okay, in it. where the government can't find it. Ah, uh-uh. <laughs> let's just start. Like, let's just start taking FIFA bribes. <laughs> sure, the cool, cool against money laundering service. <laughs> Yo, I mean, how long would it take someone to discover we're not a member of FIFA? <laughs> Twelve seconds. Okay, good point. <laughs> Yo, what's up? <laughs> what are you talking about? I laminated this card <laughs> Yo, myself. Are you gonna crazy. tell me? You gonna tell me? I'm. You not know, mem- when you only do short runs, it's very expensive <laughs> at a Kinko's, my guy. <laughs> um, so I'm just happy to be here and have, and, and excited to continue doing this. Show. So, hey, we're bringing in real quick to tell you about the greatest sponsor we've ever had, SeatGeek. Yes, SeatGeek is sponsoring today's show. And uh, if uh, look, it, tickets, yeah, tickets are, uh, it can be cumbersome. It can be difficult finding them. Uh, for, you know what the for, worst thing is? There's just so many websites that sell them. So, yes. you know, you're like comparing ones to the other. It's like, I, I wish SeatGeek did flights, honestly. Okay. Because they make everything easier. Here's what happens you go on the app, right? You don't even got to pull out your computer. Find the charger or whatever. Who get got out computer? Of here. Nobody got computers. Laptop. Anymore. Get out of here. Right. <laughs> what you do is you got your phone in your pocket. You pull it out. You get the SeatGeek app. Right. It knows where you are. It tells you what events are happening around you. It goes green, yellow, red. Tells you if it's a good deal. Really expensive. Yo, you see that green? You hit that. You're gonna get the cheapest possible ticket across all ticket sellers. They did the work for you. They went out and they searched for it. They found it. They gave it to you. And it doesn't stop there. You put in the word Cooligans. And you're going to get something, ain't yeah. you, Christian? It, it, you're going to get uh, 10 bucks off your Damn. first purchase. 10 bucks off, dude. So hold on a second. Is that $10 off the worst deal on the internet? Uh, the, 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 no. The answer's no. <laughs> That's no. It's $10 that was, off the a, absolute best deal right. on the internet. All right. Stop. Don't give me puzzles to answer in <laughs> yeah. the middle of these reads, Alexa. I think I just gave you a seat in Mecca. <laughs> Google that. Right after you download the SeatGeek app. Get the app. They find, and it's not just soccer. Yo, you want to go to a, a, a game? I've, I've used it so much. I mean, comedy. Comedy shows. We're comedians. Our shows are on there. Concerts. Uh, a bunch of And there's going to be a bunch of NWSL games uh, that you can go to as well. Like, Yo. Uh, you, you're, you're trying to support soccer. You're trying to support women's soccer. Hey, at the end of this episode, we're going to have a, an interview with a Washington Spirit player who's also playing on the women's national team. It's a, maybe you want to go, maybe that inspires you to go want to see the Washington Spirit. Maybe you're in D.C. and you're like, oh, I'm tired of seeing old-ass Wayne Rooney run around. That's right. I want to see I, what this I, other team's about. And I say, I'm like, why did they put the whole the name old-ass Wayne Rooney on the shirt? That's think, too much. It's, it's first too, of all, disrespectful. Too many letters. Yeah. Wildly disrespectful. <laughs> Yo, so like maybe you want to see what like this next crop is about over at Washington Spirit. That's it. You want to see some ball is like Rose Lavelle and Mallory, Mallory Pugh. Mallory Pugh's Out on there. there. All right. So. Right. So maybe you want to see that. You know what you do? You get the SeatGeek app. It already know you're in the DC area in this scenario, right? Yeah, so yeah. it knows you're there. And it's like, yo, boom, ah, uh-uh. ah. 
Ah, uh-uh. so that's, that's, that's when you hit the button to buy. Yeah. Uh-uh. They, we gotta we gotta make a Sea Geek my guy, app. <laughs> <laughs> and that, it just everything is New Yorkified. All right, so uh, make sure you use the prom, promo code Cooligans, and you will get ten bucks off your first purchase. Usually, the way we start this soccer podcast is by showing love to the people who show love to us. Uh, so thank you so to the people who uh, leave iTunes reviews, and you know what. We were at the the NYCFC game uh, over what was it uh, during the weekday? Um, yeah, against uh, the Fire, and we were uh, and we got to hang out with a Gully Squad member, a homie, Kevin. Kevin yeah. Brothers. Kevin was hanging out, uh, which was cool. Uh, he's a dude from uh, Seattle. Recently moved here, uh, yeah. uh, to to New York, uh, and uh, and we hooked him up in more ways than one. Yeah, well, I didn't I didn't realize the kind of influence. You, you know, know, some people some people like they talk about soccer quote unquote influencers. Nah, son. You know, but you, are we are we influence you, influencing you to like you know uh, hit your sexual get, get, <laughs> get in them ribs? You, you know, know what I mean? <laughs> okay, like here's what happens if you ask recommendations on where to go. See sad game from the Cooligans. Right now, there's a 100 percent <laughs> chance you gonna smash. So, so we're looking out for you. So, I mean, that's so. Yeah, you know, if there's if there's more, uh, uh, you know, stories like that where the Cooligans have influenced you or helped you, uh, I, we've been the wingman in your life. Yeah, if we suggested something that led to you <laughs> getting the tip the tip of your beak wet, maybe you let us know. Okay. Leave that in the reviews. Exactly. Let, let us know how helpful we've really been. That uh, better be the review you leave five stars, <laughs> yo, because of these guys. I smashed. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I wanted it to. I wanted to read this one. This one was uh, that made me laugh uh, a whole bunch. Uh, so this was from Steve Store. Okay. okay, I read this one. This uh, one. Uh, and it says, uh, sh- uh, "Quote unquote, shouts to you, dear reader." <laughs> so thank you, Steve. All right, and then uh, so the message says, "At least once per episode, one of these two will get something mundane and not soccer related totally wrong. The other <laughs> will correct him, and then he will double down on being wrong, and then they move on like nothing happened." Yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. What a what a perfect synopsis of this show. <laughs> that is exactly what this soccer <laughs> podcast is. Yeah. So and then it continues. He goes today. Referring to last week's episode, it was Alexis being right about "quote unquote" dwarfs, uh, and meaning we about the term using the term "dwarfed." Yeah, Not, we weren't talking about little people. No, 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 dwarfing something. <laughs> dwarfing like, something. So, this dwarfs that, and you were wrong. I was wrong. This is now proof, written proof, written proof. But which is fine. I don't mind being wrong. But you're, I'm, I'm usually not wrong. So that's usually why I, <laughs> I will, I will agree to that. <laughs> but I will say, in this situation, so, and I was right. Then he, he then he continues. He says, infuriating. <laughs> These guys are basically if a discount Jesus and Miro never got on Showtime and started talking about soccer, uh, which is sort of mean. Anyway, yeah. but but then he continues. What do you mean discount, my guy? <laughs> then he makes up for it. He goes up the ain't awards, five stars. Yeah. All right. Right. You we want love us. you ain't awards. <laughs> we, we do. do. You want us back. You want us back. Yeah. Uh, so uh, are we a discount Jesus and Mero? I don't um I feel like Jesus and Mero are a discount Jesus and Mero. We we all go for discounts. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're from the Bronx. They're from dog. the Bronx. All right. We ain't looking for some we're no highfalutin. Uh, you Hell know, no. pod- podcasters or whatever. Then again, you out here with your pinky out in your new building <laughs> with okay. yards and yes, shit. Yes, that I'm paying a lot of money for that I, do, that I barely have. I will say this. <laughs> when you hear the, the price he's paying, I'm like, why are you in Jersey, dog? That's Queens money. Uh, so, okay. So, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. This, uh, you know, new building. We're going to figure all that out. So, uh, so Steve, thank you so much for the review. Thank you for helping us uh, on our quest to get to that 500. Trying to get to Thank fun. you. All right. Uh, I got this one from Josh KLE. Okay. Newfound fan is what he says. Five stars. Here's what he says. I listen to a lot of soccer pods, a lot of which attempt to be funny, 
but I legit LOL at this show. Mm. It's not. I'm not even a big MLS fan, but I always find time to listen to it for its entertainment value. Great storytellers was listening enthralled to a bit about meeting Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Gold. Keep it up, guys. All right. Shouts to me meeting Suze. That's right. Suze, I mean, she's one of the homies. She's now, by the way, legit homie, though. She <laughs> saw me trying to sneak in, and she was like, yo, bring my mans on the elevator. You, yeah, well, we got to get her on the show. We got to figure out. We got to work we until gotta, she gets on the elevator. Get her on the show, talk about soccer, and then everybody will just message us about why they hate her for Hillary losing the election. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. there's, there's certainly you- not all positives there, <laughs> but I will say she's basically the YG of actresses. <laughs> Wait, I don't get the right... I know YG, but why the reference? YG is just a real thug, and he released an, a song called called Stop Snitching. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, look, we may not always agree with our guests, uh, you know, political beliefs. But, no. Uh, but they, you know, they're homies nonetheless. Uh, when we, you, we, and we, you know, the focus is soccer. We'll She's talk. Wild Gully. Exactly. So, Suze. And her son-in-law is Scott Martino. Yeah. All right. She is. What's better than that? All right. So, uh, so thank you so much. Uh, uh, that was Josh KLE. And uh, and thanks, Suze. Always got to always thank Suze. Thanks, Great Suze. films. I mean, it's just amazing. I imagine we get a five-star review from Suze, yo. Imagine. Wouldn't that not make that print that joint out? <laughs> I'll tattoo it on my body. I'll put that on other people's fridges. <laughs> Just show up at someone's house like, yo, you need this on that fridge, my guy. So, okay, uh, let's let's get started with uh, you know, that that American soccer chat that uh, you know, that, that people that people love. This is what they that's that what they come here need, for. Yo. You know, they come here for the Susan Sarandon uh anecdotes and uh <laughs> for uh uh for yo, what's happening in Susan Sarandon's life? Oh, let's listen to the soccer podcast. <laughs> All right. So let's let's start with uh, a fun subject, racism. Oh uh, boy, always fun to sort. Let, okay, we got to start out with the heavy stuff. Uh, so then, then the rest of the stuff seems seems a lot more loose and carefree. Um, uh, we have to start with so uh, this story got wild, right? Yes, it did. It all of a sudden got real, real close to home. Yeah, and and you know what? I, this because is not- Christian loves the N word. You know, <laughs> this is uh, that's a joke, everybody. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like uh, you know, I, look, I, I like subway poles. I'm a weird guy, uh, <laughs> but we this these aren't the stories we want to hear from from USL. Right, right. We want to hear, uh, uh, you know, great fun soccer stories. The, the the soccer phenoms that are that are getting minutes that, so that they can play in their in their first division uh, clubs. Right, right. Um, but uh, so uh, I, I don't have the story in front of me. So this is between. Yeah, this is Atiba Harris who plays for Oklahoma City Energy, but he's okay. uh, he's an MLS player. No, uh, he yeah. I I don't know what team he formerly played for, but he uh, I he, I do reckon. I feel like DC United is the thing that comes up. The name that comes. Uh, yeah, I know he's playing. Uh, he's look. He's in his late thirties, and uh, so he's probably done. But he was at FC Dallas for uh, two years. Okay, San Jose Earthquakes before that, Colorado Rapids. So uh, MLS yeah, Vancouver FC. Yeah, this guy's been in MLS, so everyone knows the name of Tiba Harris. Well, now he's playing in USL uh, for uh, Oklahoma City Energy. Yes. Right? Um, and he was playing against Tulsa Roughnecks. Right. So yes. real Southern. Is this a derby or a Clasico? I have no idea. Okay. Right. And there's a player on on Tulsa Oklahoma on Tulsa Roughnecks. Who used the N word uh, when in uh, Toward, sort of yeah, towards, towards him. him? Yes. And Atiba says in an insulting way, and I'm going to take his word on that, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he releases this on Twitter saying, hey, he told the ref that the, after the first time and nothing happened. And then after the second time, he was already, he was really pissed off. So he put this out on Twitter. We retweeted it, AKA I retweeted it, saying, yo, you need to explain yourself right away, USL Championship and Tulsa Roughnecks. Correct. Like this ain't good, right? 
Somebody in the comments says, you know, I hear this all the time in Queens during games and stuff. I did not think that that was going to be foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. Turns out the player, um, uh, Bastidas. I've Fabian Bastidas. Fabian Bastidas. Colombian yeah. dude from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Born in Brooklyn, New York. I don't know if he was raised here, but he was definitely born in Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Was the one who said it. Yeah. The reason we're bringing this up, it's not just because it involves New York. It's because we've talked about this before. What is it okay for Latinos to use this word? Yeah, so th- this is uh, obviously a bigger conversation, right? Uh, I, you know, I, I think most people would feel like, uh, and, and you know, the, sort of similar to the way I grew up, right? Uh, I heard it all the time. Was, I, I have Dominican friends, family members, all use it. You know, you grew up in Washington Heights. That's all you hear. Yo, Puerto Ricans, Dominican, like Latinos, I was, people with African a- ancestry. Uh, not you, even yo Latinos use it all the time. Like you know, uh, Fat Joe. Okay, sure. Puerto Rican and Cuban uses it. I used it growing up. Yeah. It was a term of, no one said anything. Like, it was black people talking to each other. It was us talking to black people, black people talking to us, Caribbeans, anyone, anyone who basically wasn't, like, yeah. Asian or white. Yeah, this, but uh, in the, in this scenario, to, to me- And the, a lot of Asian dudes use it. I mean, I recommend- Which they probably should not. I, I recommend it. Go for it. Have fun, Asian people. Yeah. You know, do, do what you want. Uh, but my, um, uh, it, I think this conversation is not specifically about uh, who should use the word, right? I think it's in, in this where situation- does the bur- Where does the word have a place in the game of soccer? Correct. And definitely, it, I feel I feel like it doesn't have a place on the field. What, what's this scenario? Even if they, if you're Homie scored a goal. Why say this? Why? What is the point in 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 in, uh, in bringing this out? So that's my opinion. Everybody can uh, can have uh, a feeling about it either way. That's not my yeah. my sort of place about when black people uh, want to use it in 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 any particular setting, right? But I will say context is very important. Atiba Harris didn't like it, right? He, and then that's it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. That's it. That's all. That's case in point. And this is my point. He's not saying, yo, you're only Colombian. You're Latino. You shouldn't be saying. Yeah. Let me see your 23 and me before. Exactly. No, the percentages don't really align with, you know, with with uh, this permission to use it. He's not going that far. He's He's just just saying, saying, yo, I'm at at work. Yeah. And I'm uncomfortable with your use of it. And he told the ref. Yeah. Ref kind of, uh, you know, blew it off. Right. And that's the, the good thing is that the, the, you know, Tulsa, they looked into it. They had nothing. They couldn't do anything else besides let this dude go. Yeah, and that's what ended up happening. The guy, the, the guy, his contract was terminated. But if I had to make a choice and say whether it was racist in its use or not, I would say it's up to Atiba to decide. I don't believe, based on what I see, that I don't think... Uh, what, what's this dude's name? Bastidas. What's the first uh, name? Fabian. Fabian. Andres Bastidas. I don't think Fabian used it with the intent of being racist. I don't think so either. But it's all based on how it's how it's taken, and I think this is the fear, or this is really the the sort of the the rub against using that word. If you're in in a situation like this, it's like, what's the point? If that's not your friend, then don't use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and like, yo, I hope Fabian Bastidas learns a lesson from this. I hope it doesn't affect the rest of his career because I I honestly don't believe he used it expecting it to be taken that way. But I, I don't think so. But he look. So he wrote a, a Facebook post um, uh, explaining himself. Right. Yeah. And uh, you want to read it? I'll read it. Right. So he basically said last night uh, we played a, a game against our rival team, Oklahoma City Energy. I used terminology 
terminology that I have used my entire life growing up in Brooklyn. A pronoun that I say to my friends, uh, teammates. I had no idea it was a pronoun. <laughs> a pronoun that I say to my friends, teammates, uh, and the people I care about. And he says, and he writes it right. Uh, so, uh, in this scenario, he's like, "I grew up saying it. What's the big deal?" But you, all right. He's he's specifically saying I, I've used it with uh, friends, teammates, and the people I care about. Atiba Harris is none of those three. So yeah, you, you're using it irresponsibly, right? And and when it comes to that word, you, I'm not saying you don't use it. But it's like it's understand like, the repercussions that like, may come. It's like the alcohol, every uh, alcohol commercial after you know they they give you the big sell. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. It's yeah. like n word responsibly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, <laughs> this is not for white people. You know, the, the, even, responsibly for you is to be sober. <laughs> you are a teetotaler <laughs> when it comes to this word. <laughs> All right, you know, stay on the wagon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please, please don't fall off. <laughs> Uh, I will say this, like, I know, like, growing up, there was one white kid who grew up in the hood, like, deep in the hood, mm -hmm. and the dude was a barber, and he was really good at fades, and people I, in front of me would say, like, nah, you get a pass, you could say the word, and he'd be like, no, nah, <laughs> and man. he'd be like, because somebody I might be walking by who's not aware of my quote-unquote past, and I'm not going to get involved in that. It's and that's the smartest. I remember that. Like, that sticks out in my mind. I'm like, that's the smartest thing you could do. Yeah, maybe your close friend doesn't care if you use it or not. It doesn't change how other people are going to accept it. And that's exactly what this situation is. Atiba Harris isn't your close friend, isn't your, isn't, didn't grow up with you, and he's not one of your teammates. You know, teammates. So, yo, it is what it is, dog. Yeah. You can't use that word. Yeah. Dude, it's I, the same. It's like any, it's like anything else. If, 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 if something you do or say like, oh, well, I used to smack my friends in the nuts all the time. So this woman was walking by and I smacked her in her private parts. Yeah. That's a assault. <laughs> yeah. It's not as, uh, it's not as cheeky. Yeah. You know? So, but to, I will say to my claim, I truly believe he didn't think he was using it in a racist way. I don't, think, I don't, I don't think he was so being but, but racist I, by, but I do think he was trying to intimidate. Sure, and be and be competitive, and try to get in his yeah. opponent's head. Uh, yeah, so I don't know that he was using that word specifically to annoy or to upset him. I just think he was like trying to just be like, "Nah, son," like that kind of shit. Yeah, uh, but you know, I I've been in this situation, even playing soccer, and and there was a, I was playing uh, a couple weeks ago, and and there was a, a Latin dude that um you know didn't know, met him for the first time, and then. I don't know what kind of Hispanic he was. I was going to say what kind. But, you know, I, I would say South American. I, 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 that, that's my best guess. Or already, so already don't trust him. <laughs> Central or South American, right? <laughs> so he, uh, I'm we play like one game and then I uh, talking to him a little bit and then he, he drops the word. And I know at least I, I'm not the, I'm not the person that's going to be like, yo, don't, you can't say that word. Right. I mean, the dude was like fairly dark skinned, but not like. You know, he 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 looked more, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, like Taino over yeah. over African, right? So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like, yo, don't say that. But I felt it. I was just like, all right, you don't know me like that, right? You don't know. Right. I, I didn't I didn't say the word first. Like I, that's like that's. I feel like if you're Latino who says the word. You gotta let the other person say the word first, and yeah. then you say like, you know, what? do that look around. That's how you know it's not a good thing. You're Just about to make to sure, because I don't know that, but that's it's personal preference. I grew up with, around people who said it all the time, and then uh, I, I, I had a, you know, I think around the time I was like in in elementary school, and then somebody called me the word as an insult, and then and that hurt. It really hurt my feelings, right? So a white person. 
No, a Mexican kid. Oh. Mexican, he said it. Like, but he said it. Like, hard, hard ER. R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. for real, right? So, hurt my feelings. And then at a young... Damn, Mexicans? <laughs> at, at a young age, he was like a bully, right? At, at a young age... I was like, yo, this... I yeah. believe it's pronounced booyee. <laughs> he, uh, so, but at a young age, I realized, like, you know what? I sound, I, I sound like I'm trying too hard when I say the word. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to fit in. I'm like, this isn't me. So, I'm, I'm just well, I gonna, mean, you got to be your truth, right? You gotta exactly. You got to be yourself. I'm not, and I can, I, I, I'm not against the use of the word, uh, in, I, but I'm just saying in context. Context is very important. Right. So, and that's just, that, it is what it is. So, well, be, growing up, I went to, for two years, I went to a school that was predominantly Italian, and that was really rough. Okay. Uh, like, kids would call me Spick, and okay. they would spit on me and stuff, like, for the first, like, few weeks. All and right. I always left it off, because I was like, yo, if I call any of my friends, you guys would be shaking in your boots. You sure. know what I mean? So it is what it is. Like, I always left it off. To me, it was never a problem. And one of the other kids who was also Hispanic, there was only three of us in that, in that age, in that year. And one of the other kids was like, yo, how, how come you're okay with this? I'm like, oh, I'm not okay with it. It's just I know that guy's not going to be my friend now. Like, why try? Sure. I'll just move on to the next person. To me, it was like, you know, all this of like, yo, don't say the word. And I'm not talking about this specific situation. I'm talking about like a situation where someone drops a hard ER. People are like, yo, don't say that word. Don't hide. I'd rather you not hide if you're racist. I'd rather know you're racist so I can move on with my life. Okay. You know what I mean? I'd rather know like, all right, that's a scumbag. I'm going to go elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like, that's always been how I take it. And that's why I'm like, it's not, it's not a part of my vernacular. You know what I mean? It's not a part of what I like to say when I'm around my friends either. My friends call me that. It's whatever. I don't care. If yeah. you mean it in a loving way, thank you. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I, again, take con- anything else. Context is important, but in the context of a soccer game, what you know, we we talked about this with uh, LAFC in Portland uh, mm-hmm. during the U.S. Open Cup game when Adama Diomande, and this this was handled a lot better than it was uh, in that scenario, right? Because it, it yeah, basically they were uh, Portland was like, we can't prove it, we don't know what happened, uh, and uh, and but Diomande didn't want to uh, point out the person, so you know what? I'll give credit to Diomande for not being a snitch, yo. Him and Suze, <laughs> Diomande and Suze, yo, <laughs> tight lipped. Okay, I, <laughs> I ain't gonna say shit, but y'all you know. know those are the last two people I thought would be cut from the same cloth, to be honest. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Locked in hand and arms. Susan Sarandon and Diamond. So uh, I, I think the uh, props to the uh, – this is what I'll give credit. Uh, and I don't know exactly where how it was handled per se, but I'll give credit to Tulsa for – uh, immediately reacting, which they did exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah, they they said, "Hey, we we heard about it the same way you did off Twitter. We're investigating it, and within hours, something had happened." Yes, and uh, so uh, props to them, and uh, you know what? And to some degree, no. Also, props to this kid. Props to uh, uh, Fabian Fabian Mastidas for like, yo, this is this is what I did. This is he came clean. Look, this is. Whether you agree or disagree, this is somewhat of a gray area, at least for him. Uh, sure. For Atiba, yeah. no. Yeah. I get, And I'm on Atiba's side here. Yo, if you're uncomfortable with it, that word has a lot more power than you just growing up with your friend saying it. Yeah. I'm, I'm all on Atiba's side. But for this kid to be like, whoa, 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 at least let me say what happened. He's not saying, I was saying a joke, guys. He's not like, I was using it ironically. Yeah. No, he was like, yo, hold on. I thought I could. And now he found out he can't. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Well, at the very least, he can't why he's playing soccer. No. You know? Only to other Colombian dudes <laughs> who grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, man. It, it, it's there's there's so much there's so many layers of of uh, you know of, of race and culture and 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 just think what and what's appropriate. Yeah. And 
and I, I believe he will learn a lesson. I don't think this this is I'm not saying he should never work again, you know, not saying that. But this is a lesson and this is a, a, a maybe possibly a standard within American soccer to be like, yo, if, if we if we're of the, you know, no racism, no sexism, no homophobia. And that means across the board. <laughs> exactly. And this this is in reality. This is how, this should be the penalty. And I agree that it should not at all be used on the field. Uh, sure. Yeah. 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 So, uh, if you know, in the situation with um with Portland and uh and LAFC, it's it we can get angry at how it was handled and and a lot of those things. We can also wonder why you know Diamande didn't say who it was. You know, there's a, we asked these questions before. We, we thought maybe it was another black player, and he wasn't aware that that's. You know, we've asked the questions. because yeah, we, we don't know because we don't know exactly. But but the the there's nuance to it. It it also just can't be. Um, uh, uh, you know, he called he called me the N word, and and because I mean this sounds insane, but. Could is it possible? Now, I'm not saying that this happened because we know this. This is what happened here. A uh, completely hypothetical situation. Hypo- about hypo- hypothetical. A player tells a referee, "This person called me," and it did not happen at all. Right? Like, is that? It can't just be. Just the referee totally takes the word of the player, right? There has to be actual proof. There has to be audio. There has to be. So su- you want audio VAR? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, it, he does the, the, the TV signal and he listens. He's like, no, I heard that. This joke. always, this is always the, the, the slippery slope of like, yeah. you know, because I, I think this is how it should be handled. And the fact that um, that Atiba made the claim. And uh, uh, and then it, and it was looked into, right? Yeah. Uh, and and then and the player came forward. Like, in the hope is that this just doesn't happen, right? Hopefully, this dude losing his contract is the thing that will deter players from getting being involved in anything like this. I would say this should be a sign across f- soccer fields all over the place. Don't say it. This is it. Yeah. Look what look what might happen if you say it. Exactly. But you know, there's a lot of like Latino dudes now walking into the locker rooms like, "Yo, am I cool? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, look at me, guys. Do you think I can? <laughs> look, yeah. you know this um this type of you just I mean, like, I'm not gonna say you can't trash talk. Yeah, of course you can trash talk. Yeah. And and within soccer is one of the speaking of trash talk. There's even you know there's another situation with trash talk. Yeah, Zlatan called somebody. I'm kidding. No, uh, <laughs> no. he did hard end though. No one ever goes that way. <laughs> it's very straight. It's yeah, it's not Swedish. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very, very straight. Yeah, an umlaut was in the <laughs> above the eye. <laughs> so um, yeah, it, it is a. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, like you can. Trash talk is obviously going to happen, and, and I feel like soccer is one of those sports that is um, the least mic'd up. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the field is so big. Yeah, 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 for sure. For whatever reason, even when you're at games, you don't really hear the players. You can't hear the players talking to each other. Well, you know, when I was a kid, I played the game completely silently because I never heard the players speak. Okay. So to me, it was happening in a vacuum. You oh, know sure. what I mean? And then when I first played it and I heard like kids yelling at each other, I'm like, they need to be quiet. They need to tone it down. Wow. <laughs> this is not professional. Well, they didn't know I needed earplugs, yeah. guys. <laughs> guys, first of all, this is supposed to be a relaxing game. So take it down a notch. Yeah, soccer is loud. Yeah. Soccer is intense. And, and it's like the, But I remember the coach was like, if someone's coming up behind you, yell back. Yeah. You want you want you honestly, And I'm like, there's so many people yelling at it at the same time. I'm like, who's back? The last time I was I, I actually really heard it was at um during the Nations League game between England and Croatia. 
Remember when Croatia had the, ba- the empty, empty, the empty stadium. stadium, and then you, then you, when you watch those games, to those, you know, when the races are not allowed, yeah. you can actually hear the players, especially in Croatia, <laughs> and only four people showed up. <laughs> so the. You, you, I mean, there's so much going on. There's so much trash talk. There's so much communicate uh, communication uh, between teammates and things like that. That uh, you realize how much, how how intense soccer players really are, yeah. and they and they do trash talk and they do try to get in in uh, in each other's heads. So such as Slatan. Such as Latan. Uh, so, so, but in general, with with all this, like, it, there's there is clearly a line of what's trash talk. And what is just straight up uh, something that's inappropriate or racist or sexist or whatever? And even and speaking, Zlatan deals with that too because he's a very intense guy. And now, and I think he gets to a point where the 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 trash talk is it borders on uh, some people would argue abuse, abuse, some threats, sexism. Yeah, some, you know. Uh, I'm all for trash talk, even if you're great at it. But you understand that some people are going to call you out on it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, some people don't view it as part of the game the way you're doing it. And telling someone I'm going to do you, you know, which if you whispered in my ear, I'd be like, well, that's kind of nice. Okay. But not the way he <laughs> was doing it. Is. He just needs to change his tone a little bit. Buddy. <laughs> first of all, married. Okay. <laughs> but I like where your head's at. And I think you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, uh, Nada Munohu. Unahu? Unohu. Unoha. Uh, Unoha. Unoha. Um, was not a fan of being told that he was going to be done by a slot time, which in soccer terminology means I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to injure you. Yeah. You're going to be out of the game. Which, you know, on the field, I'm sure they've heard worse, you know? Atiba? Sure. Huh? Atiba, <laughs> have you heard worse? Like, I'm sure they've heard worse, right? But, you know, being told that over and over again by a guy who's a black belt. Oh, sure. You know, and then... You know, the guy kind of throws some elbows from time to time. The guy gets in there. He's very physical. That's going to affect you. And Anoha was like, yeah, I'm not taking this. Yeah. And and th- th- and also didn't accept his apology. And, yo, Slatan went in the locker room. He went to the RSL locker room, which is th- th- that's sort of the weird move here. By the way, if you're really a trash talker, you walk in with autographed headshots. <laughs> That's the move. Okay, <laughs> I, I I would not be surprised if Zlatan is walking in uh, with those. He brings them to every away game. He brings them everywhere. <laughs> he gives them to his wife. So, uh, yeah, they um, uh, Zlatan definitely did go. Uh, I don't want. I don't know if it's too far or not. Like he's definitely an intense dude, uh, and and he talks a lot of smack, and and it, it's it's part of why we love him, right? We he he brings this entertainment. Uh, it's value. a part of the package. Exactly. And and he's been that way everywhere he's played. Uh but but uh, honestly prop yeah, props to him for 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 standing up for himself. And uh uh and just yeah, not accepting the fact that uh yeah, we uh, he knows. He made he he made, basically made the quote that he knows like Zlatan is the, the you know the he calls himself the face of MLS and um uh and you know that that and that's the way he behaves. You know, and I think he's he might be British. I don't know why he has like a. He is. He's very. He's English. But he said he came to me to apologize after the game because from sixty minutes in, he's saying to me he's going to do me. He's going to hurt me for the game. Onoha reports, uh, and this is the guy who's the face of MLS as he calls himself. And wow, but, which but, is shade. But hearing it in a British accent is a little bit like, oh no, I would not accept his apology. Yeah, you how know? dare he? <laughs> his children's children shall pay for this. Uh, but the way he plays on the field, so I don't care. Someone comes in and tries to do that to me. You don't say that on the field. I don't care. I'm not going to accept this apology. It's unacceptable. 
Ibrahimovic said, I like to feel alive. <laughs> just what a weird way to start. Uh, it just sounds like he has like literally needles in his yeah. arm as he's saying this. I like to be alive. He's just getting whipped by Dominatrix. <laughs> uh, I like when it becomes duels uh, and that. Because sometimes, not that I fall asleep, but I don't feel alive if they don't actually activate me. When I get angry, I feel good. <laughs> This is all stuff you say on the phone. Yeah, this is definitely, you know, you call uh, 1-800-ZLATA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, make me feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> Do me. <laughs> so, it's, I mean, he, he, he needs like a, uh, you know, a love line uh, to, to uh, you know, help support his fans. But I mean, if, you're, if you say to someone, I'm going to do you. I'm going to hurt you. Look, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely vague, right? I want to feel alive. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, can we get uh, can we get a red card for excessive flirting? Uh, <laughs> Just insane. Like, the 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 kind of... Um, I don't accept this apology. Or flowers. <laughs> An edible arrangement. <laughs> wow. After you scored. Yeah, I mean, no, first of all, those take forever to show up. <laughs> the, look, you know, some, some people would be of, you know, I think traditionalists, would be uh, of the of the belief like yo this is a part of the game you know this yeah. is how it is uh and 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 i, I uh, trash talk is but this is telling someone you're going to hurt them i mean it's certainly going to be effective in making them sort of second guess their, themselves throughout the game I think it's maybe a Look, step too far. I, I, I completely re- uh, respect uh, Anuha for for responding and and being like I'm not going to take this but I also I, I, for whatever reason, I'm not a hundred percent angry at Zlatan for behaving this way. I Me think neither. I think he's like he's a rodman, you know. He's just a, he's a tough. He's a lightning rod, right? Yeah, he's just a tough dude, and you either ignore him and you know and, and or move on. But like, also, I'm surprised Pecky didn't just mush Zlatan out of the locker room. I mean, that would have been nice. Pecky, <laughs> Pecky's like, I'm gonna hurt you right now. Well, look, uh, try to get my stick. <laughs> <laughs> he went, he went right up to him, got in his face. Just he did, he wasn't even happy that he, that he stepped into the locker room. So yeah. uh, that's the way to handle it. Like, I'm, I'm cool with Onua getting angry uh, at it, and I'm, yeah. and, and I understand Zlatan's. Uh, um, strategy and and how he wants to play. Also, this is a great way to ice that strategy. Okay, put you in a position where you can do something you're really good at. You can't really talk shit. Yeah, yeah. Psh. So, Noah, right. uh, good, good on him. So, uh, next up, let's talk. Uh, let's talk real quick about what's going on in Atlanta United because okay. in, in Atlanta, uh, they got they got the big signing right from uh, River Plate. Uh, River Plate. Uh, uh, Pete Martinez. And and he was uh, going to be the replacement for Miguel Amiron, and, and he was supposed and and we saw him at him and Miguel Amiron have the same amount of goals this year oh, for Atlanta United. Isn't oh, that amazing? Oh look at that! I feel like one is running way less though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, there's not really covering as much of the grass. Uh, the uh, Peter Martinez got subbed off uh, in the game against Colorado. Atlanta United won this game one nil. But I, you know, we've watched them several times in, in in several games this season. Yeah, and did I mean I don't know. I I th- I feel like it's how many games have they played? Eight or nine? Uh, I feel like we're at the point where we can say comfortably that PT Martinez has been a pre- I don't want to say a bust, but pretty I, unimpressive. I will say that it's not it's not working. I think players have to be put in systems where they can shine. You can't go from one of the best players in South America to the to a bust in MLS. You just can't. Yeah, exactly. You, I refuse they, to believe they're it. They're like South American player of the year 
to guy that uh, can't, can't really hack it. can't get along with Breck Shea. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which, by the way, everyone gets along with Breck Shea. <laughs> okay, he's one of the nice, the nicest uh, wingbacks in this league. Yeah, he's like he's he's just like a, a California boy, you yeah. know? Yeah. So the um, he look he got he got subbed off because he wasn't really doing much, and it's clear that uh, Frank de Boer yeah. system is taking a while to sort of really get in place. Yeah. Right? It's, so it's, I just... Yes, that's at a snail's pace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost like uh, the the antithesis of how Mad Don't Runs <laughs> is, how, is how this team is sort of putting it together. Now, there's ups, there's downs. I don't think Piti Martinez is playing badly. I think what he's doing is he's not doing the things that F- FDB is asking him to. Yeah. And that's why he's getting subbed off. And I think it's simply because he's like, yo, this just doesn't work for me. Or at least they just don't... There's not the confidence in the system yet. Okay. It will come. Look at San Jose. Sure. I don't know why I said that. Wild, wild Latino. <laughs> it's a city in California. Yeah. Look at San Jose. I think you're just trying to get uh, invited to the asado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. First of all, how are we not invited to the asado? Um, I, I, if San Jose can figure out the man marking system, okay. then anyone can figure out Frank DeBauer's system. Okay. So it'll get there. Yeah. Right now? Hitting a couple bumps, it, but it's it, I I feel like he's the one struggling the most, and I don't know if it's because he is the like the one everybody's everybody has his eyes on him because he's like all right, well they spent a lot of money for you, so all right you need to like come really, on show me them returns, baby. Yeah, you know? come on, <laughs> time to pull it out. So um the yeah, but look if if would you say Barco is having a better season this year than he had last year? Without a doubt, is he looking like a fourteen million dollar player? Not yet. But he's on his way. But he's on his way. He's definitely I agree. Grow. The confidence is growing. Okay. Then I think the same thing is going to happen with Beatty. I will say the biggest surprise for me for Atlanta was how many non-MLS players they had on their team that became comfortable playing in MLS. Okay. I think that for a lot of players, it takes, and I think a lot of coaches as well, there's a bit of a learning curve for MLS. It's a much more fast, physical league than you find elsewhere. Yeah. There's certain things that players don't do that you expect them to do. It's like, you know, when you expect a karate uh, person to fight someone who knows judo, at some point, they're like, wait, you're not supposed to stand that way. Sure. I'm trained to block this, and you're doing this other thing. That's kind of what's happened. Like, I know anything about martial arts. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you get my point, right? Like, you're expecting someone to be able to do something. It's like hiring a chef and then putting them on a grill. And like, no, 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 I cook on a stovetop. You know what I mean? It's different. Yeah. There's a... I'm fine with that, and I totally... It's part of the game here. Yes. But the, the fact that... Uh, I, I'm like I don't know who to blame. Should I blame Piti uh, more or or uh, or his coach? You know what I mean? Or the players around him? It, like I think the if you had to blame somebody, who would has, you blame? He has no no, no no blame somebody right now. Say name. Uh, <laughs> Who's uh, most at fault? Uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna say Piti. I'm gonna say I'm gonna Piti. say it's the Bauer. Okay. I, I, you, I feel like you're saying his name differently every single time. Every know. single time I've said it differently. <laughs> the Burr. <laughs> but I'm never. Gonna, I I think his um. Energy's not really been that great. I think the no, but were you his energy to compare to what? How he played last year in a different league? You didn't watch, and neither did I. Or the guy who left, who was the fastest, most active player <laughs> I, well, in yes, the league? I'm definitely I'm I'm comparing him to Almirón without then a doubt. That's a mistake, which is not fair. No, but I, I think his his uh, level. Look, this is what I'm saying. If you he left has, a room has, and has, I walked in, <laughs> we're both cooligans. <laughs> you expect two very different levels of energy out of the two of us. He has no goals, which I'm fine with. I'm actually. 
totally fine with him having no goals. He has no assists. That to me screams like a chemistry problem and a real and in or a, a level of uncomfortability with the system in a league that gives you the second hockey assist. How in the world does this dude... You're making a good point there. ...not have one assist? Buddy, ricochet off somebody's head. <laughs> that is the, the part that is so much more concerning to me. I think it all goes back to the system he's being asked to play in. Uh, sure. Without I'm surprised it's taken him this long to learn it. The man married, got married still. I mean, <laughs> look how much your life's changed, bro. You can't pick up the system? He's, he should. He's the number 10, man. He should be behind Joseph Martinez, hooking him up. You know, having some real chemistry. Like, how in the world, in, in, in two months, and also Champions League games, has there not been a, a, any, a little bit more of a vibe between those two? That's, that's the concern for me. Here's my biggest concern. Where's Julian Gressel going next year? Because it ain't going to be Atlanta. You don't think he, he didn't get a new contract, right? Yeah, he's it's going to be at the, he was I think he was trying to get a new deal and he's going to get paid by he, somebody. He's going to get paid by somebody. I mean, he's either he's he might go to Bundesliga. Who knows? He's going to get paid. I I keep saying he should be on the German national team, but everybody's like, no, he's not good enough, you know. But you know, Germany can't I mean, they could do worse. Yeah, the current squad they had. <laughs> you tell me he can't get a run? Yeah. He can't get a run on the German national team? He's great. I mean, he scored uh, the, the only goal. And I love Don't his- imagine he goes to like Tigres. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, Julian Gressel. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I love his celebration. His celebration after yeah, the goal. Yeah, he did the Damian Lillard He did stare. Damian Lillard. I mean, he looked, it was like a combination of, of Lillard, some jo- a little Joseph sprinkled in there. Yeah, yeah. You remember know? that Remember that, uh, that Olympian who was like, yeah. What was her name? I can't remember her oh, name. Oh, I forget her name, but yeah, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. that face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the But uh, it, it, weirdly enough, the look that he gave, he looked like he, he, he was looking at the bench. I know he wasn't, but the, the way he turned. He did give a little, like, get, fuck out of here. The bow. A system schmissed him, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just put him in the back of the net. That's the only system I know. Um, Bruh, I got a system. I score goals. <laughs> but, and that was, you know, he was playing on the wing in this game. Yeah. So not really his, uh, where, where we're used to seeing him, right? Yeah. And, and, and. The, right, are you more of a breast, a thigh, or a wing, right? He's not so much of a wing. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, so. The, Sometimes to make you laugh and I think you don't even know why you laugh. I don't know either. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, but look, I, I definitely I'm not surprised that food is on your mind. That's all. <laughs> oh, I am so hungry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, they're trying anything uh, to be able to get uh, to get some chemistry going. And uh, and yes, initially, I would say beating Colorado one nil is not a, a sign that everything's going great. You no, know, it, it's 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 a sign that things are still pretty bad and they and they haven't really figured out, uh, uh, you know, you know, how to how to play together. And then that's a, it's, it's frustrating because they went from having uh, this incredible, uh, you know, especially end of season run into the playoffs, exciting soccer. And we we, we sort of and Atlanta fans too expect an, an exciting product on the field. And the games have just not been fun to watch. I'll say the fan base is stuck around. Sure. And I think that was a big fear, though. Where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? Falcons? What else, what else you got? <laughs> what, you going to drive for 45 minutes to go see the Braves, dog? You got nothing. Nah. Atlanta's all, Atlanta United is, is, is saving that city right now. Yeah. Dominique Wilkins was at the game. You saw that? I did see that. Yo, they got legends on legends. Uh, yeah. I love when, like, just... Uh, Yo, but how many, how many people showed up to your games 
with ankle bracelets on, my guy. Oh. Ankle monitors. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That new fashion statement. <laughs> what you got? Red bottoms? Cool. I got plastic ankle bracelets. That's right. Uh, Remy Ma at the NYCFC game, the one that we were out against the Chicago Fire. That's right. Uh, yeah, she was I just out there with with Fat Joe, with Papoose, and I think Tony, what, Tony Sunshine. Sunshine uh, Everybody remembers him. <laughs> yeah, we all know him. Uh, right, guys? But uh, yeah. Definitely didn't have to Google him. I love the NYC- that one song. NYCFC's taking all these photos, right? And they're posting them on their social media, but the you know it, it's all cut off at the knees. Yeah, yeah, uh, on purpose, on purpose, right? You gotta, you know. Uh, but then I was like, you know, I didn't think any really think anything of it. And then on Instagram, Tony Sunshine had posted the the full full body shot. Yo, Remy Ma out there at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Remy with Ma, the ankle Paroli. monitor. She's like, yo, I, she's like, I want to let what I want to let my parole officer know right. that I'm out here watching NYCFC, not drinking what? home before sundown. <laughs> okay, they did leave early. Uh, yeah, they had to. They got to get Remy back. <laughs> uh, but you know, she was there. Did she see? The, I think she saw the goal. Yeah, I think she did see the goal. I didn't. I was waiting in line to get in. Security was that's tight. That's right. That's right. Uh, not in the bathroom this time. No. <laughs> so, uh, but it was uh, it was cool to see him there. You know, and yeah. like that, that again. That should this should happen regularly at NYCFC games. Yeah, at, get more people with ankle monitors at, at the game. <laughs> at Rebel Games, man. Like, yeah, we got to get the culture uh, supporting soccer, man. It's just yeah. like the, the what we really what moves uh, culture forward and and the sport forward is rappers. Use, co-signing it, co-signing, and using lyric. What if they? You, what if Remy Ma all of a sudden start starts using like a Maxi Morales like punchline? Oh, in one of her songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the H- dishing out bars like like Moxie. Yo, like unless, oh, and let's shit. be real right now. Let's be real when it comes to hip hop, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to be real with the cool again. Exactly. When you there's a reason why everybody rhymes stuff with Gucci. Okay. Yeah. You don't think Gucci is like. Uh, you know, I'll send you a couple a uh, couple belts. Yeah. Oh, look at this brand new thing that hasn't been released yet. Why don't you do that? Also, cool if you mention us. Okay. <laughs> you know, you don't have to, but like, you know, maybe a couple bars. You Pretty know? please. <laughs> There's, it's not a coincidence. Yeah. You How know? many rappers have said Balenciaga in the last two years? Exactly. Meanwhile, on their Instagram, they all got Balenciaga shoes. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, who has that? Who has that? Uh, uh, the- Who's the first rapper to use Cooligans, though? That's what I'm waiting. Oh wait, isn't that that uh, rapper in Atlanta that tried to take that word from us? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's our word. That's yeah. our word, son. Remember his fan was like, "Yo, it's not fair. You stole something from." I forget. Well, his there name. was it's some like some rapper Stevie ATL or something. Some some um <coughs> some rapper uh, used uh, that was the album name, I think. No, no, no. He had he like was an EP. A, he did he did it in a bar in a mixtape. It was yeah. just like a straight bar. And he used is like I'm cool again. Cool again, yeah. So now he calls himself the Cooligans, and he did something called Cooligans Fest in Atlanta. Yeah, that I think like seven, eight people showed up to. It was dope. <laughs> um, when anyways, fan came after us, who also has something to do with soccer. The fan is like a fan of him, but also has like a Twitter about soccer. And he was yeah. like, "Yo, you stole this word from Stevie ATL or whatever his name is." And I was like, "Oh yeah," and I ref- I like looked it up, and he used it like six months after we yeah. started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so, like fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. If anything, thank you for here. bringing this up. Get out of here with that noise. Cease and desist, the, my guy. The point C and DMG we're making is get you, sock MLS teams, American soccer fans need to be connecting with with the hip hop community. Like you saw, Sway Lee was at the uh, at the Galaxy game. Galaxy game. We took a photo with Zlatan. Like yo, we need Sway Lee just out here bopping to his own music. We, what, what, rappers use Beckham a lot, right? Because he was he's a cultural icon, right? But there's a mixtape that just came out where the rapper is like uh, go. 
good with it, like Messi, something yes. like that. Yes, so, it's called Messi. The song is called Messi. So they use Messi. They use because those are the biggest names, right? So we need to be able to like include references like this. Right, Kodak Black is probably going to release a song about Cristiano Ronaldo because he's a little rapey, just like Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> okay, you know, and those two thick as th- thieves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thicker than thicker than blood. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we have to like th- there should be a, a bigger effort, right? And yeah. I I think there is a uh, uh, a hesitation. With, with you know, we're talking to like the comms departments of all these MLS clubs. Yeah, media department. Hire someone who knows a little bit about hip hop. Yo, it's the most popular music in the world. Yeah, all nobody right? cares if Lady Antebellum shows up <laughs> and is wearing your jersey. All right, and cl- nobody cares if Fifth Harmony <laughs> shows up wearing your jersey. Nobody cares we if keep- Van Halen <laughs> is wearing your jersey. <laughs> Nobody cares if Billy Ray Cyrus says, we want Lil Nas X. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's the era we're in right now. Uh, so we just got to be realistic. And shout, Bars! Shouts to, um, you know, even uh, Philadelphia Union because they had Freeway in one of their promos. There that they you did go. A couple, a couple uh, that was like a year ago or two years ago. Uh, so it's not- I gave them a little shit because uh, Lil Uzi Vert had on the, the Club America shirt. Sure. You know, I'm like, yo, he's a Philly dude. That should have been a Philly Union. I'm not saying you said no to it, but there's an opportunity if they're starting to wear soccer jerseys. Yeah, dude. Also, it's a sign. The Club America shirt was gorgeous that year. Sure. Sure. Yeah, we th- can't just be releasing white tees. That <laughs> era's over. Okay. Nori's not coming back. All right. We don't send them to them franchise yeah. boys. <laughs> Count stacks <laughs> and my white tees. <laughs> so, uh, like, so yes. So that that's a, a call to everybody to like, you know, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, American soccer fans that are, uh, you know, furiously uh, and aggressively into hip hop, and there's no reason why we can't be merging these two worlds. Man. Also, MLS gets cooler. The more it gets referenced in hip hop, that's it. Yeah, that's got, it. It's it, it. it's what moves the needle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We got. How do we get a meeting with Garber, yo? <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. Somebody help us get a meeting with Garber. Yo, anybody listening that knows Garber, <laughs> get us a meeting with Garber, yo. Maybe the meeting can happen on the podcast. Maybe that's the that's the. Oh, without a doubt. We get, we get, also, he's a sneakerhead. Like, yo, let's talk to Garber, yo. Okay. Take him sneaker shopping. All right. Get some pizza. Right, oh a, my God! Maybe have a maybe, let's go on a date with Don <laughs> Garber. Why not? Let's have a let's have a date with Garber, <laughs> like a nice day adventure with Garber. So, um, and we'll just sneak promotion and relegation into like sure. it's written on the pizza plate when he lifts it up, and we're like, <laughs> up to you if you want to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like the way people, uh, you know, put uh, an engagement ring in a muffin. Yeah, you know, what we yeah, do yeah. With promotion relegation in though. a muffin. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you never get married, my guy. That's my plan. But yo, no. champagne, bake the. <laughs> Alaska, nah. <laughs> in a muffin. Oh, come on, yo, man! Yo, bodega ass muffin. How do you get it in there? You got to rip the side <laughs> out, and then you what? Do you tuck it back in? Yeah, yeah. You got to go from underneath. Oh uh, uh, yeah, and then put the wrapper. The the no, you got to go on. through the wrapper, but then nobody looks at the bottom of it. That's how you do it. All right, we figured it out. Yeah, right? we solved it. Maybe you scoop. You got to scoop. You want to show the person. Use pers- the apple core. Go you- through the bottom. <laughs> you want to show the person you love the most uh, on the most romantic day of her life. Yeah. Uh, how oh, much so you she's going to be her. like two-thirds through the muffin before she finds it. <laughs> Such a mistake. <laughs> or he. Propose to men. Okay, propose to men. But yeah. it, it's usually, whether you're a woman or a guy. Who usually, cares? Usually in, uh, in gay relationships, they propose to each other. So one person proposes first, and then the other person proposes. Do you know that? I did not know that. So wait, so now the pressure's on the second person? That's right. 
Oh my God! So it's just like yo, you know, it's literally poker. Somebody going all in, yeah, and be like, oh my yeah, God! I'm I guess like, you gotta go in as well. <laughs> oh my God! They're calling. There's too much pressure. Yeah. But so that- if in order to say yes, you now know you also have to propose. Yeah, they, the other person, they, it's like, you know, I kind of like that system a little bit more. That is kind of dope, though, it's like, right? It's like a mutual- When I gave wifey the wing, the wing, the, the ring, ring, the I wing, no, the wing. <laughs> I tucked it under yeah. the skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how you did it. I know how you, I know how you did it. 100%. No. <laughs> no. She ain't like four. She's like, oh, I hate these flats. What is this? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Let me wipe the barbecue sauce <laughs> yeah. off my fingers. Yeah. You know I only go hot. <laughs> no, I love barbecue wings. Oh, man. When I Gave her the ring. She just took it, threw it on, and goes, Oh, wow. She didn't even say yes. <laughs> I would have loved knowing, like, oh, I'm gonna buy a bigger ring because I know one's coming back this okay, way. Yeah, that would have been a, it's, it's, it feels much more like the, a mutual. But I want like a bedazzled like PlayStation controller. You know what I mean? Okay. I <laughs> don't give me no ring. <laughs> I hear looking like one one ninth of a pimp. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm glad. Uh, this is we we talk about Garber going out on dates <laughs> with us, gay proposals. Look, at some point we get to soccer. This is the show you signed up for. Okay. Also, thanks to all our Gully Squad members. <laughs> Thank you so much for supporting this stupidity. Yeah. Oh, it means the world to us. This is our birthday. We're allowed to do whatever we exactly. want. Exactly. There was uh, a uh, a comment from uh, that I just want to read very quickly that uh, from J. Caleb Cook, who was the one who left us a review last yeah, the week. the review last week that, that I read, right? Uh, that uh, I forgot who read it, but he did. He, he said this. He goes, uh, I almost dropped the weights on uh, my face when Alexis said, destroy that podcast cherry. I forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about <laughs> yeah. somebody. Oh, this is what we were talking about Dustin doing a podcast for the first time. Yeah, that's right. And you used the word, destroy your podcast cherry. <laughs> Uh, so we we have we have put people in danger driving. Oh, we've so many people will message us that they almost got in accidents multiple times listening to the podcast. Yes, and now and uh, now this is the, this is the new way for that we've uh, been you know possibly been able to injure someone. Yeah, is uh, if you're holding weight while listening, while listening to the show, show, that's this, your mistake. That's probably not the best thing to do, uh, especially because you know we're gonna be yeah of course we're gonna be talking about taking Don Garber on a nice romantic date. Of course, yeah. We got. We're gonna treat him right. Right? Yeah, uh, we'll give him good pizza. Exactly. I'm gonna get a back rub. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? At the end of the night, who, do we lean in for the kid? I don't know. I don't know. You know, not pressure. Maybe me halfway go three quarters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll just kiss each other <laughs> to show him what it's like. <laughs> okay. Here. <laughs> he runs away, <laughs> or maybe he's cool. Just like puts us in an Uber. You know what I mean? Okay, we'll take you. Take care of us. Yeah, All I right. got you. I got you guys on the way home. Okay, maybe uh, he slips his little tam. <laughs> okay. All right. Is that a sexual move? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. You got some tandems <laughs> for later. <laughs> oh man, he's never gonna meet with us now. <laughs> Please, I hope he doesn't. Yeah. Listen so the to first this. time we reference me with Garber, we turned into a three. Way gay fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, I our relationships move fast. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's what it's like. <laughs> you either take it or leave it. <laughs> you swiped right on this meeting. <laughs> All right. 
Oh, you're gonna be a Tam <laughs> Tam tease? Uh, I, I don't even. I feel like we there's other subjects we should talk about, but I don't know how to do that. <laughs> how do we segue ahead? Well, of this? Let's talk about this before we get to our uh, amazing interview. Yeah. Oh, Rose. Rose. I mean, really regretting <laughs> being on this episode, probably. No, Rose uh, Lavelle of the U.S. Women's National Team. What a goddamn sweetheart. And she for the, uh, and she plays in the NWSL for the Washington Spirit. Originally, would in- you say uh, the female Iniesta? Yeah, I'll say it. Why not? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, I, mean, I said it too. You said it? Yeah, I'll say well, it. Well, like a proposal. I said it first, and then you said it after. <laughs> now we Okay, we agree. <laughs> right, forever. <laughs> uh, no, Roosevelt, I mean, she's just, just a straight-up baller, right? Uh, she really is. I, and uh, she's been, you know, just uh, the last two years getting, getting her caps uh, for the women's national team and really been, uh, you know, one of the star midfielders. And, uh, you know, she'll be at the World Cup. Young. 20, creative, twenty-three years old, crushing it. Uh, and dude, she's gonna. I can't wait for her to be like one of the big difference makers at this World Cup. I think she really is. Exactly. So, uh, so we're gonna talk to her in a second. By uh, the way, we only speak to ballers. Yo. Exactly. I said nobody else. Like, yo, if you bum, you don't make it on this show, dog. <laughs> we speak to ballers. <laughs> uh, so, last thing, let's let's talk about uh, the English Championship uh, a little bit because we we uh, we we, t- we bring up this man, Marcelo Bielsa. Uh, uh, quite a bit. I mean, double, double, uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, double. Uh, there's a word I'm looking for. I'm not going to find. Jack up. Harrison's also there, right? Big friend, uh, big friend of ours. Yes, Doesn't yeah. follow us back, but we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> you know, we did name a burger after you. I mean, it's only respectful. <laughs> he follows us on something. I don't uh, we'll what figure out what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, great dude. He plays for Leeds, right? Leeds United, who left, we also on shamed. the left wing. Yeah, uh, we shamed out of that stupid. Uh, 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 badge they were going to do that logo, ago. but they, but Bielsa, it, crazy man Bielsa, who I absolutely love. He taught who I think is the greatest coach of all time, greatest football manager of, in the history of the world, Sampaoli. Okay, uh, that's that's the thing we don't agree on. Uh, but fine. the uh, so this he was in the news because uh, there was a game, be- uh, a, an Villa important game between Aston Villa and Leeds, a, a, a game where Leeds definitely. Very, very much needs to win uh, to to because they're still within you know uh, fighting distance uh, to, for that second place automatic promotion into the Premier League. Yeah, they're currently in third. Uh, they are, they are I believe now six points back from Sheffield United. The uh, so the reason uh, he was in the news was because uh, in this game there was uh, there was an injury. There was somebody. Two players collided. Uh, didn't necessarily look incredibly severe, but the player went it sort of. Protect- they were both on the floor, and the the Villa dude held his head. Yeah, exactly, which is generally or his a sign. face. I think it was more of his face, but he it looked he like, was holding above the neck. Yeah, and he, and it looked like he shoulder. It was shoulder to shoulder. Maybe his shoulder grazed uh, the guy's face or hit his face. I'm not exactly sure, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Uh, clear and uh, a clear injury. And Villa's in fifth place, by the way. So they're trying to climb up that table to get in a, in a playoff spot. So they're fighting to try to potentially get back uh, promoted back into the uh, yeah. Premier League. So the the injury didn't look that severe, uh, according to the referee. But we know the rules, right? If you're holding your head or if it was a head collision, it's supposed, the whistle's supposed to get blown. It, it, and it's at the referee's discretion. And it was not. It was not. Leeds that's it. Asked, asked I think that's a very important detail. The whistle was not blown. Yes. So yes. Leeds was like, "I right, we're going to keep playing. Villa, Villa stop stopped playing. playing. Yeah, they, they, they like three, four seconds of just non-play. And yeah, you're going to, you, you're playing at, in, even at the, at the championship. Yeah. That's, that, you, that's it. You're going to get scored on. And that's what happened. Uh, Leeds ended up scoring. Uh, they're up one and they're up one nil. 
in in this situation. So Villa stopped playing. Leeds keep, keeps going. Villa players lose their mind. They're furious. One of the Leeds players even tried to stop. Sure. The uh, the goal from happening. No, no. So okay. So I they kept playing. Who has, certain players? But like you could see all the Villa players raising their hands, like "Yo, stop it, stop it, stop it!" Yeah. One of the Leeds players sends a through ball, but then he start he like he quits like running. I forget the name of the player who scored. He kept going. Immediately gets grabbed. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's a bit of a scuffle, right? Yeah. But the goal and counts. The goal counts. The goal counts because the whistle wasn't blown. Yes. The Villa manager, whoever that is, goes over to uh, Bielsa and is telling him, like, yo, that's bad sportsmanship. What are you doing? You know that's not the rules. So on and so on and so forth. And I'll give Bielsa all the credit in the world. He calls over the ref and was like, yo, I don't want that goal. Yeah. I think it should have stood. The goal stood. The goal stood. But what ended up happening was that uh, Bielsa said that uh, he told his players to not play defense and let Villa Villa score. So this is insane. This is not sane, right? We don't see this. Uh, and and it, especially in the position that that uh, that Leeds is in, Leeds needs to win this game. They need those three points desperately, right? The, everybody on that pitch wanted those three points, and and you can tell when Bielsa allowed the 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 uh, uh, Bielsa allowed the team to score and told his players to not play defense. There was still a center back that still played defense and almost uh, blocked the goal from going in. Yeah. So not, it's just hard to turn that off. Not everyone agreed. So. This is a, a, an incredibly divisive situation, and you know I don't know where people necessarily stand on this. When I I I, I agreed with it until I saw what caused the injury. I or you know the collision. When I saw the collision, I'm like I understand why the referee wouldn't uh, call a foul because it looked weak. It looked yeah, and. and uh, you know, a lot of people have been commenting on this and they say like this, this stuff happens because of this is the result of diving. This is the result of players that they don't trust the refs. That the referee doesn't trust that unless it's, it's like bloodshed or looks really bad. So, so the, the, uh, I think it was Alexi Laos that said this and he was answering somebody's question and he said like, this is on them. This is, this situation doesn't happen if the, if, uh, if the culture of diving didn't uh, become so like popular and come so become so, such a standard in the game. I, I don't know that I agree. So regardless of who to blame, we have. To, why did Bielsa do this? Do you think if if he doesn't allow this goal? Like, no, because remember the whole tape gate about yeah. him taping. I think that's why. Okay, he he he, did he can't th- be seen as cheating. Yeah, okay. and I think this would have been like, oh, like look at the bad sportsmanship, blah 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 blah. You can't do that. I think that's what happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. Un- unfortunate is uh, like just a, a kind of a, a, a shitty situation, right? Like how? Because how do you how do you go back to your players and tell and be like, you know, like this is a it, yo. If Leeds doesn't get promoted, they're gonna look back at this moment. If they miss by by two points, and after this draw, well, I mean, they're gonna be in the playoff. But they're going to be in the playoffs. But, they, but yeah. they, they they have not been in a good run of form. They they are not like the hottest. They haven't been in a terrible run of form. They have a draw, two losses, a win, and a draw. It's not the worst. Not the worst. But look at Sheffield. Look at look at Norwich. I mean, uh, they, they're yeah, doing- Norwich is running away with it. Shouts to first Guano in the Premier League. Oh, we'll see. I mean, if, he, if hopefully they bring him there, we don't know. Oh man, they better. They better. I mean, like I. Oh, uh, Yeah. So 
Uh, Oye, chico. But it would be, it's it's just a. Se murió Fidel. A tough. <laughs> a tough I can't wait to yell that at a premier. Yo, let's go to a Norwich game next year. Why not? Why not? Let's do it. I don't know. Uh, yo, Tobin. Yo, let's yo, go to a Norwich game next year. Let's just go with Toby. He'll, he'll show us uh, the lay of the land. Tobin. I mean, he's short for Toby. Toby's short for Tobin. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm not making out people's names here. I gotta be honest. I think I'm offended by what you just did here. Oh so, yeah, is it Chris? So uh, a lot of people call me Chris. You know, you know who I hate people that go with the other nickname. They don't take the the beginning. They take the end. Like, like Topher. Topher. Ugh. Call me Topher, guys. Your name isn't Christopher. <laughs> You'd be Chin. <laughs> so. Uh, the chin. This, but in Bielsa doing this is like this is a weird situation. I don't know. It's not weird. He had to do it. I don't know. I don't know if he had. He's to do always. It. He's the crazy man. He's like, oh yeah. god, you know what's gonna happen? Jason Terry's on the other side being racist. Like you just you got to do it. Ja, John Terry. Jason John Terry, Terry played Jason for Dallas Mavericks yeah, yeah. Uh, for a long time. Everybody knows how racist he is. <laughs> and why is he at Villa? The guy can't even dribble with his left. Did win a championship, though. John Terry. Anyway, um, so it, it was an issue. If you haven't seen First it, of all, welcome to the Cooligans. If you haven't seen this video, it, it's one of the most surreal things you're ever going to see. Just like everyone's mad at each other. And then they, they, the team's not playing defense. It's no just, one's happy with the result at all. Just so strange. It's, soccer is weird as hell. Uh, it's Especially in England. So, uh, so watch that video if you haven't. Uh, just Google it. You, you can uh, find it very easily. Well, so. Le- Leeds plays Ipswich, which I think is bottom of the table. Yeah, they're getting, they they're getting relegated. relegated. They're, they're trash. So get a win against them, and you're good. Yeah, but they're six, what, six points back from Sheffield. Uh, yo, uh, the, uh, nothing would make my heart happier than seeing Jack Harrison promoted into the Premier League. If they take him. If they, if they take him. He's on loan for Manchester City, so there's nothing guaranteed. But the fact that he earned that and he got several goals and several assists that season on a, a player that the, uh, who, who was a, uh, the first live event we ever did and, and Hell yeah. moving into the Prem and helping us. I mean, I would freaking cry, man. That would be so beautiful. Yeah, that would finally be a player in the Premier League we've named a burger after. Exactly. All right? No wow. other No other show can say that. No. Your favorite two guys in blazers. They ever name a burger after somebody that's in the Premier League? Nah, son. You know what? And and shout out to uh, uh, John Strong because they did. Oh, he referenced us. That was, that was a, pretty fun. A live, uh, live event at um, uh, Alexi Lala State of the Union podcast. We've infiltrated the State of the and Union I, that, podcast. That was so dope. You know, in, at Minnesota. In, in Minnesota, at the at the Brew Hall at, at, at Allianz Field. And John Strong just uh, giving us a shout out uh, <laughs> there. Just, I meant the world to us. Thank you, man. Just the fact that, that we're, we're in the ether you know we're in the conversation that means it means a lot to us john strong all right uh with them strong we, references yeah we gave him that last name <laughs> it was weak it was john yeah, weak before yeah that. we were like nah man nah you earned we gotta change this up a little bit gotta upgrade you dog <laughs> let me upgrade you. also look in that muffin my dude will so, you marry us something special in there <laughs> all right let us get to our conversation with Rose Lavelle of the U.S. Women's National Team. She came through with with the crew. Yo, we didn't even talk about the Colorado situation. We'll talk about that on maybe a Friday or maybe next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. Uh, uh, Rose Lavelle came. Not only did she come through. Uh, I sound like you said Roosevelt. We're saying Rose, Rose Lavelle. Lavelle yes. Rose Marie Lavelle. <laughs> so she. Or is it Rosemary? Who knows? I think it's Rosemary. It yeah. might be yeah. Rosemary Lavelle. Uh, but she came through with a big old entourage. Entourage, Migos level right. entourage. Bro, I was like, yo, who is it? All oh, these your bodyguards? Yeah, dog. You had a bunch of women <laughs> and uh, one of them, an Olympian, just hanging out with you. Is that how you roll, Rose? Okay. 
Huh? You just roll around with some Olympians? She's, she sounds like you know some uh, like a West Coast rapper coming to the East Coast, being like, "I gotta protect myself. I gotta bring the crew because I don't know who who's out here." All yeah. Right? <laughs> so tuck your chain because I'm bringing a whole gang with me. <laughs> she she came with a, 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 a so, solid I mean, crew. So many. I mean, there must have been twelve people yeah, with her. Yeah, legitimately, it was a full audience who thought they were supposed to be quiet during straight our straight up intimidating. This yeah. is our first. This is our first player that's like about to go to World Cup, like uh, who's currently on the women's national team, yep. right? Uh, it comes it comes to our studio, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, yo there's a lot, there's a lot of people. Like, it made us a little intimidated. We're Absolutely, like, we don't know what to, sort of to expect. And almost immediately, I insult her favorite food. <laughs> yo, just like. Yeah, oh, right up top. Exactly, but we had a good time uh, talking to her, uh, and we appreciated uh, the fact that she came. Out. Uh, insane, I, I swear. Look, the fact we started this show about three years ago. Uh, if it, you would have told in us in his kitchen, yeah, in my kitchen, less mold than his kitchen. Exactly, and and the fact, and we have a, 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 a not only like this, not like you, you know, it's a U.S. Women's National Team player, but also like coming through like on one of the busiest times of her life. She's on a media day. Media day. And we're a part of it. And we're on that list. We're the first stop. Yo, we're media, dog. (laughs) High five, dog. Okay? We're the mainstream media. Hell yeah. We might even be the gotcha media. (laughs) And we're here to deliver the libtard philosophy. Absolutely. No red hats. (laughs) Unless you have blood and then I'm comfortable around you. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but insane. So we are insanely grateful that, that she came through. Uh, so, uh, so let yeah, let's get let's get right to it. This is our conversation uh, with Rose Lavelle of the right U.S. After, oh, go ahead. of the U.S. Women's National Team. After this, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the episode. We're gonna get right to the interview with Rose Lavelle, but first, let me tell you about a little something we're doing. All right, we're doing a little, little stand up comedy out in Connecticut. Okay, I'm gonna be headlining Fairfield Comedy Club, and yo, they said Alexis, you want to headline Fairfield Comedy Club, and I was like, I would love to headline Fairfield Comedy Club so long as I get to bring the homie with me. Okay. And they're like, yo, who's the homie? Rose Lavelle? And I was like, <laughs> eh, it's Christian Polanco. Uh, that's right. So I'm gonna be there opening for Alexis Guerreros. That's uh, right. Uh, so come out to the Fairfield Comedy Club. That's uh, so that's gonna be Friday, May third, uh, at nine p.m. Uh, yeah, that's right. And guess what? Because we love our peoples. If you're a Gully Squad member and you want to go to this show, I only have so many comps, so you gotta hit us up. Yo, if you're a Gully Squad member, you want to come to this show, Fairfield Comedy Club on 417 Post Road, Fairfield, Connecticut, 06824. You let me know you're a Gully Squad member. You let Christian know you're a Gully Squad member. You let one of us know you're a Gully Squad member. You're getting in for freezy. Exactly. So we'll take care of you. Uh, if you don't, if you're not a Gully Squad member, you just want to go to the show, just go to FairfieldComedyClub.com and you can buy tickets right there. Alexis is. Uh, big old face is right on the front page. I look very unsure as to whether I'm happy to be taking that photo or not. But yeah. trust me, this very is, happy. This is Alexis, uh, you know, 50 pounds ago. Oh, this is at the peak of my weight. So, yeah, <laughs> I need new headshots. But I'll tell you this, we're going to have a blast yeah. at Fairfield Comedy Club. It's not going to exactly be all soccer jokes, but you know we're going to sneak some in there. Exactly. Okay? You know, we got to slide it in. <laughs> you know, with some sleeper cell soccer jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just what you at least expected. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer jokes. <laughs> oh, boy. Rather insensitive, but you get what we were saying. Exactly. Fairfield Comedy Club. Thank you so much, Emilio, and the whole team out in New York Comedy Club that own Fairfield Comedy Club. Fairfield Comedy Club, absolutely awesome place. I believe it's BYO as well. So that's kind of dope. You bring your own. Check okay. out the website. Go to fairfieldcomedyclub.com. Great. If you're not sure exactly where it is, 417 Post Road, Fairfield, Connecticut, 06824, May 3rd, Friday night, 9 p.m. Come through. Yeah, baby! Hello! 
wow, this is really early for me to be this doing is, this. I feel like you're uh, you're too loud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wake up the neighbors who, I don't know, should be at work already. I no. like how we're saying this is too early for us, and this is literally the time 99% of the world starts working. Exactly. Uh, but no, we haven't, we haven't been this up uh, since before we started doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, no, I should not be up this early. <laughs> oh no, we were actually up this early for on Saturday because we were at uh, NY Fest. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, I was I was mentally checked out. Yeah, uh, no, but no, <laughs> well, well, we're so excited uh, to to be here. Maybe we just kept talking. We never introduced our guest. <laughs> that's like the bit of the yeah. of the show. That's we... the podcast. Day. <laughs> uh, we're insanely thrilled uh, because not only is it early, and I'm really just proud of myself for being up this early. We did it, buddy. We did it. Uh-huh. Uh, shouts to us. Yeah. Yeah, uh, shout out to us. We're amazing. <laughs> but we are here with a uh, U.S. Women's National Team player. Wow. An absolute star. Uh, I mean. Going to the World Cup, go. Yo. We're just, uh, we're honored. Uh, we cannot believe uh, she's here. Please, Alexis, introduce our guest I today. I mean, look, you clicked on the video. You clicked <laughs> on the podcast. So you already know who it is. Absolutely incredible. U.S. Women's National Team. Washington Spirit. NWSL's own. Rose Lavelle, everybody. Hello, Rose. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rose, I, we usually ask uh, play, when players are on the show for the first time, or but uh, most soccer players are are not often on like comedy shows or comedy podcasts. Has uh, what, what's your connection or interest in comedy? Do you have any favorite stand up comedians? Uh, is there anything uh, <laughs> any favorite comedy podcast? What's uh, are you excited to be here? That's but uh, yeah. um, have of, you heard of comedy? <laughs> I've heard of comedy. Good, good. Um, my favorite stand up comedian. Is I don't know many. Okay. But I would say Besides us. Besides you guys. <laughs> You're really putting a lot of, <laughs> a lot of tension in the room here. Mm, Michael Scott. Michael, Michael Scott. <laughs> so the fake from, character. From the fake yeah. character from, from, uh, yeah. from the office. All right, well, we've got work to do. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> as comedians. Have you ever met stand-up comedians before? No. Okay. Right. Well, there you go. You should be honored. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is exciting. Uh, all right. So now, all right. A little bit of pressure because obviously, uh, if if this doesn't go well, mm-hmm. you'll uh, you know you'll probably never go to a stand up comedy show or anything exactly. like that. Yeah. Uh, so Rose, uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, uh, there's a, a lot going on, right? Uh, you're. We'll talk about why there's tape on uh, on the table. Uh, it's but, not just because it's a shoddy made table. There's actual for those listening. There's like performance tape. But we'll talk about it in a second. But uh, you are here. You're in New York. Why are you in New York? Let's ask that for uh, for the for, for, to start. Um, I'm just here for a little media day. Okay. Fun. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And this and this is the first stop on the tour. This is the first stop on the tour. Okay. Starting out with a banger. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I, I mean, Isolate that audio. It, it, it's going to be a pretty much downhill after this, yeah. I, I, I assume. Yeah. You're going to get asked the same 13 questions mm-hmm. over and over and over again. How did it feel <laughs> to score that goal? How does it feel to play? <laughs> but, yeah, and you, you did, so we have, we usually have, uh, we usually are not filled with like an audience, but you came here with a crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got an entourage. Uh, yeah. So yeah. this is why I mean, not, it's, it's media day, but the whole media department is yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of dangerous looking people with you. I mean, you know, some just influential people in yeah. soccer yeah. Uh, out here. Uh, is it, is it, is this generally like a good experience uh, to do these kinds of things? Is this the first time you're doing these, uh, something this kind of to this scale? Yeah. Cause when you were a kid and you're like, Oh, I want to be a professional soccer player. I can't wait to travel around and talk to people. <laughs> On microphone. <laughs> that wasn't part of it, right? Um, yeah, that definitely wasn't part of my thought process when I was nine. But um, yeah, this is the first time I've done a 
day like this. So okay, I'll let you guys know how it goes at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's yeah. All over. Update us, yo. Yeah, you guys will be up. <laughs> yeah, we, that's when we start our day. 10 p.m., that's when we wake up. How does, you know, coming from wanting to just play professionally, I know uh, Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. And then you went to Boston Breakers, now you're Washington Spirit, all these things. When, when they add stuff like this, uh, you know, media days or just like tons of interviews and stuff like that, how does that feel for someone like you? Like, especially in the middle of like a, of, of a season, um, is this something that, you know, you're like, well, this is cool that I get to do this? You know, or is it something where you're like, all right, I have to do this to continue to do the other thing? Like, how does that make you feel? Um, I mean, I think it's cool to get these opportunities. And I think it's like a little weird because um, I still just feel like I'm like just myself. Yeah, so I'm yeah. kind of like, why do you want me to do it? <laughs> yeah, just a little <laughs> like, rose from yeah. Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think it's cool. I think it's like a cool way to build my platform and reach out to people and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I, we get weirded out when like people come up to us and they, if they just know who we are, we're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. We did a uh, eight city tour last summer and I forget where we were. It's either Columbus or Cincinnati. And someone Ooh. came up to us and they were like, how's your wife doing? And I'm like, okay, well, all right. Now <laughs> you know too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you know how my wife doing? What do you mean? Like I just immediately became the kid from the East coast. And I was like, who told you? And I was like, Oh, right. I said that on the podcast. And that's right. You're from Cincinnati. I am. So Cincinnati is starting to get known for some other things besides that. Garbage pasta with chili on top. Oh, <laughs> okay, all right. Before, so bad. Oh, my I mean, god. This is, all right, I, I don't want her fighting you yeah. on this show. Imagine Rose just punches me in the face. Alexis, Alexis is a, uh, a food expert. He's a pizza expert. Well, yeah. apparently not if you don't like Skyline. <laughs> skyline, that upper echelon <laughs> cuisine. I haven't had it. I haven't had it. Consider yourself lucky. It's <laughs> overcooked pasta. Now, there's like, what, you could do no, chili? No, you got to get the cheese coney. The cheese cone. Yeah. Is that just a hot dog? It's not just a hot dog. What, what, what's it's the cheese cone specifically? It's a Coney Island hot dog, which it's, is. It's a hot Coney dog Island. with chili and cheese, and then you can get onion and mustard. Okay. All right, I mean, I just picture myself tucking an acting in, <laughs> knife and forking that bad boy with a little bit of wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yeah, well, welcome to Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, Alexis is very capable. Of, uh, he knows a lot more about food than I do, mm-hmm. uh, uh, obviously. Uh, but <laughs> but the, the main thing is, like, uh, you, you can clearly find, like, there's a, a, a real co- connection between a, a person's culture and upbringing and mm-hmm. the food that they, uh, that they have. And Alexis doesn't care about that at all. Not right? at all. So I take your memories and I throw them out the window <laughs> and I give you my opinion. But like soccer has just become massive all of a sudden mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. It may have always been, but we certainly didn't recognize it. Growing up, was soccer as big as it is now in Cincinnati? Was it something that when you did, people were like, why are you playing this sport? Because that was sort of our experience growing up. Um, I actually have always kind of felt like Cincinnati was a really underrated soccer city. Like I feel like there were a lot of big clubs and a lot of big talent going out of Cincinnati, like a lot of players that went on to play division one. We had Heather Mitts. Um, so I've kind of always felt like it was a soccer city and I'm glad that now we have a team that can help showcase that and put Cincinnati on the map. Yeah. And I got to see a video of you, uh, getting a chance to react or being told the news that you were going to play at Nippert. What, what did, what did that mean to you? 
playing at Nippert. Like, is that, I, you know, Nippert was just where we saw FC Cincinnati playing. Mm-hmm. We didn't know it was like a big deal uh, just because we don't know too much about Cincinnati. But for you, someone growing up, getting a chance to play professionally in that stadium, how does that make you feel? Did your family, was that the first time your family got to come out and see you like in a big Cincinnati sort of uh, establishment? Yeah. So the last time I played in Cincinnati prior to that was in high school, I think. Like the last time my parents saw me play was probably like a club game in Cincinnati. And I have a huge family. My mom is one of 12, so I have like 40 cousins on that side. So this side. is how you always roll around? Yeah, so this <laughs> is, I'm used to this. That's mom, that's my sister, yeah. that's my cousin. Someone's yeah. just making turkey. No. <laughs> yeah, so they are always like traveling to come see me play. So to be able to come back to Cincinnati and play in front of them and play in front of the city that I've feel like has kind of built me into who I am it was really special I uh, my uh my dad is actually also one of 12 and I, I had t- seen you talking about that and I'm like what a weird thing to connect like I feel like uh just nowadays I, I mean you're a, a couple years you know you're like 15 years younger than me give or take uh but the, the fact that that still exists is weird right why why how could there be one of 12 yeah, we have nowadays TVs in the bedroom now. <laughs> what are we doing this folks? should not be this should not be happening is that is there um uh like as far as I mean, you must have so many younger cousins especially looking up to you and stuff like that what like i know like one of my cousins he is uh He's like 12 now, and he's like, I want to do stand-up comedy like you. And I'm like, oh, no. Don't you dare. <laughs> what a big mistake. What have Talk I done? Talk to your parents. I'll like, have him call my wife. She'll get that right out. <laughs> what is it like just being that inspiration almost just within your family? Um, well, actually, a lot of my cousins are older than me. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> are you st- I'm sure you're sp- inspiring them very yeah. much. They have not accomplished as much as you have. Right, you're probably way more successful. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like Cincinnati, it's, it's one of those cities where, like, when you grow up there, you don't ever really leave there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I feel like at home when I come to my club that I played for, and I feel like it's really cool to see um, girls that were in my, like I was in their shoes one day, and I feel like it's cool that I can kind of serve as that inspiration that they can be in my shoes one day. Sure. Um, so it's fun. I'm. Yeah. Is, is, is there a certain amount of pressure, even doing th- these kinds of things? And because I feel like uh, uh, a lot of uh, women athletes, not only are they playing the sport, not only do they have to like kind of uh, uh, build their own brand. They got to be popping on Instagram. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, but there, there is this also pressure to like to, to extend the rope, you know, b- behind you so that mm-hmm. they extend that ladder so that other women can e- either one just believe that they can make it. Uh, is there a certain sense of responsibility and pressure just even playing for the women's national team, playing in NWSL, r- rising the, the, the popularity of the sport? Do you feel sort of feel that on your shoulders like day to day? I don't really feel pressure from that. I feel like um, I came at a cool time with the national team where there was a new wave of people, but there was also a lot of veterans still on the team. And um, it's been cool to learn from them. And I feel like they've like laid down such an awesome path for all of us and um, really lead by example. So I feel like I've learned a lot from them and um, something that I'm going to kind of hopefully help apply Sure. Inspire next generation too. Yeah. When when you started playing um, when you were younger, I think a lot of things that are happening now. Like I've, there was an interview with a, a young child, and they were like, "Who's some of your favorite players?" And he was like, "I love Messi. I love you know." He named another uh, uh, male player, and then he was like, "I also love um, God." I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, Alex Morgan. Mm-hmm. 
And that was the first time I heard like a young boy say like he was inspired by a player that is a woman. And mm -hmm. I thought that was absolutely awesome. Like this has sort of been advancing. And I remember growing up, I talked to a lot of, uh, you know, soccer players, whether they were boys or girls. And a lot of times the women soccer players would say like they were inspired by male players. Mm -hmm. Did You grew up at a time where you got to see, you know, women's soccer, especially in America, be really successful and, mm -hmm. and players do really, really well, whether it be World Cup or whatnot. Where, were, where did you draw your inspiration from? I was obsessed with Mia Hamm. Yeah. She yeah. She was my girl. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, you could have picked worse, right? She yeah. did pretty good, right? Like, how do you, who do you think you model your game after? I don't feel like I've ever uh, modeled my game after, like, one particular person. I feel like I've always liked kind of picking and choosing little pieces from everyone's game and yeah. trying it out. Um you're just know. like, no, I'm me. <laughs> I'm, I inspire myself. <laughs> I just happen to be amazing at this. <laughs> are there any people in particular, like who are your homies, right, in the women's national team mm -hmm. or where, wherever in, uh, in the spirit? I, I had seen a video with this like MTV Cribs type uh, yeah. thing with uh, Andy Sullivan and Mallory yeah, Pugh. But, uh, I believe it, it's pronounced Pug. No, Pug, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I make the mistake so much. Uh, but, wow, who are, who are the people uh, that you immediately sort of bonded with on the women's national team? Um, well, I mean, I did come, like I said, at a time when there was a lot of new players coming in. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a lot of the younger players are my close friends, like Sonnet and Sam, Lindsay, Sonny, Andy, um, sure, yeah. Mal. They're like... Mahomes. Well, yeah. we had we had uh, Ali Krieger on the show mm -hmm. uh, uh, a couple of months ago, and uh, we never met her in person before. But she became our she became our best. She's our best friend. Yeah. She's our. She, I know those are all your friends. Yeah, yeah. But she is our best friend. She's our homie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, the funniest person we've ever had on our show. Yeah, like we always. Uh, I was like, "Where's this been? <laughs> How did I not know this?" Like, we, and we asked her as well. Like the the one thing because the women's game is not as covered uh, mm -hmm. in you know in general like as much as. The, the men's game we as comedians that's the thing that we're always looking for like who is just straight up hilarious who are where, where are these pers personalities and and why are they sort of muted from time to time one point that she made was that that um that there's a pressure that women may feel uh to kind of uh, promote themselves right they, they mm -hmm. have they want to work with brands and things like that so they there's a a fear of uh, of doing being silly or being goofy in that in that maybe it'll affect an endorsement or something like that mm -hmm. uh so is, is that uh, do you sort of agree with that is that necessarily a thing or is that maybe you know she is more of a veteran player maybe that was the mentality back then and maybe it's changing now um yeah i mean i think it's changing because i feel like i'm pretty He's a big not serious <laughs> at all. You're like, I don't consider uh, that at all. Um, yeah. So I don't feel that way. And I kind of feel like brands want you because of your personality and who you are. So I don't really feel like I hold okay. back in that sense. All right, good. But I mean, it, she's been around longer than me, so it... I mean, yeah. Maybe who, times have changed. Who knows? I mean, ba back in the, the 1800s, oh. Allie Krieger started playing All soccer. Those pterodactyls <laughs> flying overhead, taking the soccer balls out of the air. The women's game is getting so much more respect. It's getting so much more. Like, I love the fact that now people are, like, getting called out for saying it's the women's World Cup. It's like, nah, son, it's a World Cup. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not saying it that way. Maybe that's just the way I'm saying it. No, that's how Rose says it. She goes, nah, son, it's nah, just a World Cup. Yeah. some respect, my guy. Uh, how does that feel now? Like, you've, you've, you've sort of come at, like, this weird 
turn mm -hmm. for, for sports in America where like the women's game is getting so much more respect. You're getting a chance to sort of just be like, nah, I'm a soccer player. I'm not a woman's soccer player. I'm just a soccer player. That's got to feel good because when you started, it wasn't necessarily like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like um, it's cool too seeing like so many other countries are evolving and like we played Spain in January and um, I don't think we've played them before and they were incredible and I feel like there's now like this World Cup there's it's I feel like it's really up for grabs because there's right. so many countries that are can compete at this at the high level with like the top teams um and I feel like you're seeing more and more like even just club games across the world like drawing thousands oh, yeah, and thousands yeah. of people and it's it's fun it's exciting and I think after the World Cup it's going to even be even bigger yeah the, uh the, the the matches uh for the she Be uh, she believes cup uh weren't that great for the US uh but as far as uh looking forward right because b before that uh you guys were on an incredible streak and mm -hmm. were incredibly dominant and and I think something happens right when uh when these tournaments happen and you and you face some newer teams it's like oh you, you sort of reset and you realize are like oh they've been practicing a little bit mm -hmm. uh so so like, like did they get their own title now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is not fair i do not allow it now uh, hold up we win <laughs> <laughs> but uh dealing with that and dealing with that uh adversity how does that make you feel about coming you know going into the uh, the world cup uh, coming up yeah i mean we had a really good year last year and it was awesome winning's fun um but i I don't really want to go into a World Cup undefeated. I think you learn a lot more from your losses, and I think that's been the case this year. Um, I feel like we've learned a lot during those games about ourselves. That's going to help us in the World Cup, more so than the games that we win, what, like 3-0, 4-0. Um, so, I mean, it's not fun not getting the result you want, but I think it makes us better because of it. Yeah, there was yeah. a there was a moment. Um, I, I forgot who you guys were playing. Uh, was it Belgium the last game? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, you guys were up six nothing, and there was a great moment. We ha I had uh, gotten I seen a photo of Ali Krieger and Kristen Press uh, six, arguing like uh, it's got to be this this strategizing this. six uh, up six yeah. nil. I've been talking about where you want to go eat after this. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something you, like, it doesn't matter what the scoreline is, right? Mm -hmm. Clearly, it's like we're, we're, we're trying to score as many as we can. We're trying to play as good as we can because mm -hmm. uh, we've dealt with losses, right? So right. Th this, this winning 6-0 doesn't make up for the fact that, you know, not winning the She Believes Cup or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, that, 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 th there seems to be an incredible intensity more. So uh, I, I'm not going to say that it, it doesn't exist in every game, but the world cup is coming up. Mm -hmm. I'm sure people are kind of fighting for spots. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so that kind of intensity seems to be very much there. And it's almost, it, there's what, two more games left, two more friendlies. Uh, it, it, where, where are you as far as that kind of like uh, uh, mentality and that, and that pressure you put on yourself and then that intensity, where are you right now? Like right personally? before world cup. Yeah. 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 Like, do you want to head a ball right now? Like, right this yeah. Yeah. Boom, score a goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think, like, once the team is fully set, um, it's kind of like you transition out of that individual mentality because I feel like for a long time it's just people have been fighting for spots, and right. um, we've definitely still been building on that cohesion, but now um, once the roster's announced and we go into camp and we'll have, like, the actual team going into the World Cup, I think it's going to get – more cohesive so it kind of shifts more to like more even more team oriented than before um 
So I don't really feel like I can put all the focus on me. That's like a little selfish. Oh, come on. (laughs) You're the only one on the show right now. Um, But yeah, I think it's, it'll be fun and it'll be like different because I haven't experienced that yet. Being at a camp when like the actual roster set going into a tournament. Um, Yeah, it's. It's not about me now. <laughs> <laughs> but be honest, though. When you're up, like, 6-0, and there's, like, what, five minutes left in the game, don't mm-hmm. you want to just be like, yo, put me in goal. Let's see what happens, you know? <laughs> I, I used to be the backup goalie for my club team. Okay. I always wanted to be a goalie. Yeah. All, right, okay. does, all right. Does Jill know this? Right. You know? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll let her know. <laughs> we got to get that information out yeah. there. But, like, I can't imagine being up 6-0 and still being like, but you, you're you letting this player get past you. I'd be like, yo, you want to, I don't know, you want to... <laughs> Text me later. You know? <laughs> like I don't know. I wouldn't want to be like, I'm still playing. I mean, it's it, well, we're, mercy rule. We're we're definitely in. in uh, I, I don't. I don't think I've ever been in a posi- a particular position of that much pressure. Like even even before a show, right? Yeah. Like if we do a comedy show, we're like you get the little a couple butterflies because it's like you you you're excited about what's about to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also not like you know. 20 million people watching me <laughs> no. do a show. So I can imagine there, there might be a little bit more pressure. Yeah, there's also no, like, winning or losing when you're a comic. You just get up on stage, you tell jokes, that's yeah, it. We've already lost. Oh, just by Nobody laughs. That's yeah. kind of losing. Well, no, I mean, even then, it's still kind of fun. When you're, when you're like, fully bombing, right, just, uh-huh. like, no one's laughing, and you're, like, you know in your head, no matter what I say, it's not going to change. <laughs> They've decided as a group, which is really impressive, that they hate me. So you're just, like, well, now this is for me. You know, when it started, it was, like, it would rip your soul apart <laughs> i had one the worst bomb i ever had i was on stage and the mic wasn't working mm-hmm. and it was a bunch of guys at a golf course and they were drunk already they didn't care and i'm like well at least no one gets to see this and all of a sudden someone starts walking up <laughs> filming and i go buddy you're not allowed to film pulls the camera away from his face the phone it's my wife's cousin <laughs> and he goes you're on facetime with the whole family and i'm like wow so everyone knows about this one <laughs> that christmas is gonna be fun yeah so i mean even that that is bad yeah. but it's not like some own goal well, actually, uh, in the world cup I wish Ali Krieger would have come up and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Do this joke this way. That would have been a lot more fun. Uh, what, another thing I, I did want to ask uh, is you have uh, – there's a, a dog that pops up. Uh, in your Jean. In your Jean in, wrinkles. In yes. your life very often. Uh, you are you are very public about your love for your dog <laughs> and, and love for dogs in general. You know, uh, I've never had a pet before. Uh, crazy. Weird. My parents yeah. didn't allow it. Yeah. And, uh, Same here. Yeah, so (laughs) exactly. That face makes total sense. You made the same face when he talked about the Skyline Chili. Chili, Uh, (laughs) Disgusting. So, uh, yeah, what is the the dog has an Instagram account, right? She does. She does. Okay. Wilma Jean Wrinkles. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Now, you don't have the dog with you in Washington? No. Oh, so where they're back in Boston or? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you allow the dog to eat the pasta with the chili on top. (laughs) Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, she'll lick the bowl when they're done. Oh, stop. Yeah, and Come she on, gets those, this little, like, chili beard. Yeah, those dogs, <laughs> chili beard, I've never heard. Yeah. And I want one now. Uh, those dogs are famous for, like, having, like, human-sized poops. I can't imagine what it's like <laughs> after a Skyline chili. <laughs> no comment she, from that. I, yeah. I don't really go out and expect it. But. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, but you're required to pick it up. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in New York. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So uh, tell us about the dog a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, just and and running a dog Instagram account. Do you mm-hmm. do you handle it or someone else does? Does the dog do it um, himself or her herself? Her PR does her, it. Her, okay. Her PR. <laughs> My mom. Yeah. Oh, so your mom handles it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. PR uh, puppy reporter. Yeah. Huh? Not bad. Yeah. Right. It's uh, tough d- crowd to make laugh. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. <laughs> do you uh, have any input in what gets posted or anything like that? Yeah, it's definitely a group effort. All right. Um, Wilma gets the final say, obviously. Obviously. You know. Um, she just paused. Pause yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there, pa- is there, is there a- <laughs> That's what makes you laugh. <laughs> is there a puppy tinder? Or- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so cool. So there's like a, a, yeah, there's a, a group effort uh, yeah. kind of uh, building the Wilma's brand. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, it's like it's just a huge English bulldog, right? It's an English bulldog. She's actually very petite. Very petite. I'm yeah. so sorry. I guess when you hold her, she seems like Alexis, a much like you do not talk about a woman's weight. Yeah. Do not do that. I should have not known. I was going to ask how old she is, but I know better. Uh, still 27? <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's, a, that's, uh, that's fun. Maybe it's a, a, you know, a little bit of a, a break from, uh, from the pressures of, of, of the game and stuff like that to focus on the dog. I don't know. Uh, like, again, I've never had a pet. I, 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 I think I'm going to be the first to, have a, to start a dog. Instagram account before without, I have a dog. Without a dog? Yeah, I think that might be my Take move. Take a picture of other people's dogs? <laughs> we'll just repost oh. all of Wilma Dean's stuff. <laughs> yeah. Get those, get those likes up. Yeah. What made you want to start an Instagram for your dog? Or was this your mother? Um, no, it wasn't my mom. We had we had a pug before her. Okay. And We don't talk about the pug. Anymore. No, Duchess was great. <laughs> Duchess Walter Hobbs, that was her name. Um, I'm just going to fix your mic for you while you talk. Go ahead. And she had a Twitter Okay. And then Wilma came around and Instagram be- became more popular. Nice. Yeah. So Wilma got an Instagram. Oh, okay. man. Yeah. Did you have a cat that had MySpace like way back in the day when you were a kid? We're cat people. Yeah. We are not cat people. You reacted to cat the way you reacted to finding out we I didn't like pasta <laughs> and he, or with chili on top and he didn't uh, never had a pet. Um, the, the other thing was I, I had asked briefly uh, living with Mallory uh, and and Andy. Do you mm-hmm. still live with them? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this the video was like two weeks into this whole and you guys were like this yeah. is going to be great. How are we doing now? Yeah. Um. So the layout of our, like, furniture and all that hasn't changed. Okay. It's literally... So it still looks like a dorm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, like, empty. We actually did just get a carpet this week. but So there's, like, a couch, a carpet, and a TV. Oh, they they grow up so fast. (laughs) They did have a bit of a sleeper cell type of feel in the video. Yeah. Um, My mom had gotten me some, like, patio furniture. We have a list little, like, deck. Um... And that has stayed indoors as our kitchen table. Very nice. Um, so it's just like really shambly. But it's great because we all love it. Yeah. Okay. And, and nobody wants to change it. So it's great. There's no pressure or anything. All right. That's great. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it seems like a, a, a fun uh, bunch. I don't know. Th- th- that's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Uh, also chill. It's not like one person just like, you know, yeah, no one... guitaring on the couch when you're trying <laughs> to watch a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah based on, and look, I'm, I, I don't know uh, the three of you uh, like too well individually, but I feel like together, you, I feel like there's a, there's a, a, a reasonable balance like of, of I, based on on, like Andy seems like the responsible one, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Everyone says that she is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she is. Saying, just keeping the other two in check. Mm-hmm. She's the one who does like the garbage list. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, guys, it's been me the last seven times. Like, uh huh. Also, found out you're a bit of a hip hop fan. 
It said in that video that you guys like to know, learn rap lyrics together. Oh. Or do you yeah. make your own? Oh you got no. your own bars? <laughs> no. No, there was just one song we wanted to learn all the lyrics to. Oh, okay. Sometimes we make dances. Okay. We've been a little lazy the past couple months, so. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. So nothing, nothing new I, is dropping. You know, it's just a soon. World Cup coming up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I've been really lazy with my rap lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> guys, take some time aside to just drop some really, bars. Bro, bro, you really should focus on really getting your bars right. Honestly, where's your mind at, bro? <laughs> I know you have this like little competition coming up. What about hip hop? <laughs> I mean, there's 40 people here that really want to make sure that you get a, you have a really great rap career. <laughs> Now, part of the reason why you're doing this whole media day is not just uh, because you're amazing and you're going to be in the World Cup. You've also got these dope partnerships. Uh, we've got this athletic tape that we mentioned before, which you see. I see this all the time mm-hmm. like when I'm watching TV. There's just people wrapped up in this tape, and I'm like, what, what does that even do? <laughs> it's just I'm for like, style. I'm like, these people got cuts? I'm like, <laughs> like what, um, what exactly is this? And, yo, you get to be on the cover ah. of, of tape. Like, yo, every, like, I don't know what you're – Retail partners are uh-huh. so I'm not going to suggest the name of a of an athletic <laughs> store, but like you're going to be dangling in front of like you know kids and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird way to put it, but yeah, yeah, it's a very weird way to put it. But KT tape, yeah, yeah, uh, well, yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, yeah, so I actually use it on my hamstring. I had a hamstring injury in 2017 that carried into 2018. Um, longer than I would have liked. So I just put like a little strip on my hamstring every game and it kind of, I had a PT tell me that it helps like, like keep your muscle warmed up. And I'm like, say no more. All right, doc. I'm not taking any risks. (laughs) Um, so I, I really like it. I feel like it gives me a little extra confidence and support when I'm playing and helps me like take my mind off my injury and let me focus on. You know, the most impressive thing about this, besides all the medical benefits to it, is the fact that every athlete I see wearing it is just like wild sweaty and it's still on. (laughs) I'm like, how is that even possible? Duct tape is falling off of something I put on two days ago. And yeah, you guys are just covered in sweat and this tape somehow magically stays on. Yeah, it does like stay on really well. Um, I don't I don't know how, but you ever put like designs with the tape? Put, like, a little um, message, like an F on the left leg, a U on the right leg. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the opposite team is like, oh, I see what uh, those Yeah, because you ran past them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's a double burn. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. That's right. dope. And what's what's up with this, uh, this uh, what is this? Uh, this is a bad rap? Uh, what yep. is this? What is this? Is uh, put it on. It's a headband. Put it's it a, on. It's a headband. This is for uh, oh, the Women's flag. Sports Foundation. Women's Sports Foundation. Is this? Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna put it on. Is this? Uh, I, I, yeah. Is this something people could buy? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. We're asking the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do I look? Well, good. Rose, why don't you tell us why it's on the table? <laughs> <laughs> um, so KT Tape just partnered with the Women's Sports Foundation. Okay. Um. And it's really cool. It's it's about giving opportunities to um, girls all over to play sports. Not everyone has the same opportunity. And um, I think right now in a very male-dominated world, it's exciting for um, KT Tape to be partnering with a brand like this. Awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, this feels great. I mean, I feel like I, feel I can, if I had a, a you know a lot more hair and a ponytail, yeah. I can keep really keep it in line. My, For some reason, you look like you're like in an '80s boxing montage. <laughs> that actually looks pretty good. It doesn't look bad. <laughs> okay, you know what? This might be my new look forever. Yeah, I don't you know, know what to tell you. I I I, you I don't know if like you Christian go- the Riveter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, this is this is uh, great, Rose. Thank you so much for being here and yeah. uh, talking where, to us. Wait, hold on. Where can people follow you? And just as importantly, where can people follow your dog? <laughs> oh, um, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, but where? Like, what is your account? Oh, there you go. Instagram is just Rose. No, Instagram is Lavelle Rose. Rose Lavelle was taken, right. unfortunately. <laughs> By who? By some other Rose Lavelle. You know what you do? You mark them inappropriate. <laughs> you just keep doing that. That's anyway. a great idea. Yeah. Every day it's I'll like go the, back and do that. It's like calling it a bomb threat before Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We're, we're building the brand, you guys. Yeah. We're going to get your name back. <laughs> so it's uh, L-A-V-E-L-L-E. Yeah. Yes. R-O-S-A. Yeah. I was nice. trying to get you to say it. You're like, <laughs> no, wow. No, I'm testing like, you. Yeah, yeah. You're like very, uh, you know, I would be like, I would be wearing that on my forehead at all times. <laughs> uh, well, Rose, this has been uh, an absolute honor. I hope you had a good time uh, talking to us and meeting your first stand-up comedians. Yeah. I'm sure. This the, was an honor for you. This uh, was an honor for us. <laughs> clearly, this was a, obviously a huge opportunity for you. Yeah. Uh, but no, this uh, means the world. And, uh, you know, we I wish you the best uh, going forward. But this isn't our last interview because when you win the World Cup, you're bringing it back here, right? You're bringing oh, it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Bring it right here. Okay. Yeah. You, already, you already told the whole crew. <laughs> right. Uh, Everybody knows. So schedule it. Uh, uh, but Which one of the 38 of you does her schedule? <laughs> um, but we wish you the best uh, at the World Cup and, and for the rest of the NWSL season. Uh, it's been an absolute honor. Uh, yeah. You're, um, you're, like, uh, you're a hero to us and to a lot of other people. So we really appreciate you taking the time to come out here. <gasps> Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Damn, Rose Lavelle. Yo, Rose Lavelle coming through. Uh, You, I'm so awesome. Women's national team players. That's right. About to literally like making the stop before the World Cup. So that's yo. This is out. This goes open. Open invitation to all women's national team. It's about time we get some more ballers up in here. Yeah, we don't want no losers for the men's national team. We want some (laughs) real ass winners. Get on here. And we'll give you some good luck. Okay. For the for the World Cup, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, so that was so so awesome. So thank you again, Rose Lavelle. Thank you to her to her team. Her the, the, whole squad. The whole squad. Gang gang showed up. <laughs> they were doing gang signs, I think. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although that gang is more like the uh, can I speak to your manager? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of white women. Uh, but not, not, it was awesome, man. Uh, we we had an absolute great time. So thank you, Rose. Uh, and yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll get. Um, you know, we've been trying to make a, a, a larger effort especially you know yeah it is a world cup year let's let's give uh, a lot of the, the these ladies some love and and uh and respect and 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 cover like you know a, a lot of people are like trying to make an effort to like just obviously cover the game because this world cup is going to be uh instrumental in in uh, like every world cup year in, in not changing how soccer is viewed but how the women's game is viewed as well and and to increase the popularity because there's just you know after those games uh uh you know the the int- attendance at, at matches uh, nwsl matches will go up yeah uh, the attendance at, at, at mls matches will go up things like and that and just so you know there was a team with her we we oh, we give respect to whoever comes in. There were certain subjects we were asked to not broach, so don't act like we avoided them on purpose. We were asked not to. That's out of respect. You're coming in our studio. You're coming in our home. You're our guest. We're gonna give you that exactly. So, uh, but she was awesome. So she's and, the best. Yeah, yeah. We had a great time talking to her. So, uh, so and that, shouts to Wilma Jean Wrinkles, yo. Oh, that's right. We're gonna get follow the dog. <laughs> Will, 
Wilma Jean wrinkles. And yeah, and I, I say we should add more sound of uh, Alexis barking on this podcast. We need, we need, uh, <laughs> that's really what's been missing on this show. Uh, so, uh, so thank you again for listening. Uh, if you are a, uh, if, th- if this is your first time listening, if you were like, oh, I want to go check out the Rose Lavelle interview, uh, if this is your first time, stick with us. <laughs> also, then apology for the first segment. Yeah, apologies for that. I mean, we, we you know, this is, this whatever, you got a good silly. taste of what our podcast is like. <laughs> so we, have- we talk about proposals. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> so we we you know we we don't get into the studio knowing what we're going to talk about. Oh no, no. It just and happens. we leave wondering why we talked about it. It's <laughs> pretty much uh, standard. So, uh, so thank you again for to all those new people uh, who maybe checked us out for the first time. Uh, stick with us. This is a fun podcast. We are if you are listening to uh, Rose's interview for the first time, we've uh, in, interviewed other uh, 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 players. Uh, you know, women's national team, also in under uh, WSL players. So go back uh, a couple weeks. Make sure you listen. Uh, to our interview uh, with Ali Krieger, uh, which I just looked up, Ali Krieger episode. That's our most popular episode of this podcast. As it should be. It's the funniest it's, episode it's, with a guest we've ever had. Yeah, it's so, so funny. So, uh, you know, and I, our, our quest is is not just to uh, talk to women in soccer. It's it's to, to uh, be funny. It's to learn how to talk to women. How do we do it? <laughs> Hi, no. my name is Mystery, and this is The Pickup Artist. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyway, no, our quest, our quest is to be funny and to represent all soccer. Yeah. All of it. And show that there's a there's a humorous side uh, to to soccer and to women's soccer, and it should I be- I was just going to yell, we don't care what's between your legs. That's probably not a good way to get people to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't say it. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. That's going on the post there. Yeah. That's how we promote the show. of our tour. We don't care what's between your legs today. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, or who's between your legs? So check, we don't care. Check out some of those previous episodes because they're, they're not all specific to uh, a particular games. They're just uh, kind of uh, funny, funny interviews and stuff like that. So please, please do that. Uh, yeah. So I uh, know. Uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we use the outro we did with Rose? Oh, that's right. Yeah. We so, did, we'll, so that's it for us. We'll cut to that now. All right. So you, there's, a, there's a certain way we end this show. Okay. And normally we just we yell cooligans, and you'll know exactly when to do it. You ready? Okay. okay. Right. So, uh, so with that said, for Rose Lavelle, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans. I was supposed to do that, right? <laughs> You're supposed to yell. <laughs> thank you, you so. Much. Thank you so much, Rose. Cheers.